I am your humble producer, Sir Boston Brian McCown, PhD. Joining us as always is the time being, Scott Arnold. Do you want to play a game? I was playing one right now. I'm trying to get to the safe spot, though. Okay, okay, we're good then. Yeah, okay. get to that safe spot. Yes. Also, let us behold our illustrious host, oh. Ryan Shipley. Hey, and it's exciting that you finally got your PhD. Yes. Congratulations, about buddy. That. Congratulations, man. And it's cool that we're playing Resident Evil Village song by JT Music tonight. And that's <laughs> just not me else. Googling Resident Evil Music as we start the episode. No. I promise you. You, you promise. Never do something like that. No and the song because is Tall course. Woman, parentheses, Lady Dimitrescu song? Dimitrescu. There you Dimitrescu. go. Actually, is it, they, they leave the U off in the end, don't they? The I, U, the U. Well, we can always uh, check with uh, our guest tonight. Uh, oh. Joining us tonight for the episode, survival horror guru and bearer of the greatest name in the Torah, Lilith Williams. Hi. Yeah. Um, usually I just call her Lady D. I'll be real. It's been <laughs> long enough where I haven't watched a video about it or played it to really get the pronunciation correct. If our survival True. horror expert calls her Lady D, that's what I call her. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, safe, yeah. This is a safe space. It's Lady tried- D for me from here on out. I tried to speed run Village uh, for about a week and then gave up. So oh. and I haven't touched it since. What made you decide to try to speed run it? The fact that there was a speed run category. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, I, do it. I don't know. It, it it was one of the I've I've always enjoyed like uh, the first Resident Evil games I ever played. I went through and did knife. Oh, yeah. I did the knife runs at oh, one yeah. point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you got you got to do it. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And was this and so, during the time that you were doing all those other speedruns too? I, I am still working on that project of the, the at the speed of dumb, but <laughs> I have yet to uh, I've, I've yet to get any good recordings in. What was Man, the I, one you were doing the snake game, right? Is one of them? I, I am still I'm still working on the snake game. I've I've almost got sub forty again. There was one time where uh, we were at Kroger's together, and boss the whole time there he was explaining to me his speed runs for the snake game, how he was nice. so close to beating the I need to know about the snake game, guys. I feel left out. You probably do know the snake game, I'd imagine. It's Google. Oh, well, I guess I could Google snake game. Just like the like the snake, like you get the dots and you get bigger and yeah. that yeah. kind of snake mm. game. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's now a setting there's now a setting on the Google huh. if you go for this Google snake game, it has a built-in timer and different modes and the one i've been trying to break is small map five apples and i think the current world record is like 35 seconds and i've gotten i've gotten it to about 40 seconds consecutively so i'm trying to just whittle down whittle down that incidentally uh, small map five apples is my uh, rap name (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew it. I knew I recognized that from somewhere. Yeah. Um, so how close have you gotten? Um, I think I got 37 seconds, which was like top 12, uh, top 15. Nice. But, uh, did not, did not get a clean run to, uh, submit that one. Now do you I find feel, uh, inferior to you right now? Oh, you should. I mean, I, know. I do. <laughs> do you do this on the laptop or like on your phone? Uh, so I, I started doing it at work actually. Because mm-hmm. we were bored and uh, there's only limited things we could do. So we actually had started a snake league That's at work. So we would yeah. log how, how many how far we would get and how many how many points we would get. Yeah. And I I held the lead for a while until someone finally broke three digits. Oh. Uh, wow. this is back when it was just the one map and <laughs> And then they started releasing all the weird like modes for it because it, it was just out of nowhere. Like who who the fuck updates the snake game on Google, right? An intern <laughs> now with and bananas. Then, yeah, then just one day, uh, just all those updates of different modes and different styles came up, and we're like, what is this? And then, um, when I had the idea for the speedrunning game or the speedrunning show, uh, initially one of the ones I wanted to do was uh, Night in the Woods. Mm. Oh, because okay. it's can you speed run that? Yeah, you you can speed run anything. Okay, wow, okay, all right. If you try hard enough, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which I, I found out from speedrun.com, there's a lot of categories of a lot of games, which means Stubbs of Zombies is gonna have to be on my list now because Oh yes. Because you have the uh, new Switch version, don't you? We got the Switch version and it just showed up on the Game Pass. So Nice. Oh, oh did it? Yep. Nice. At least for PC. Hey, Boston from the future here. A uh, little bit of a correction. I misspoke. Uh, Stubbs the Zombie was not available on the Game Pass. It was a free game from the Epic Game Store. So don't try looking for it. Whoops. Okay. Game was it today? And I was just like, man, I don't know if, you know, I wonder I wonder if someone was dumb enough to speedrun the Snake game. And sure enough, there are... All the categories and places, and just about all of I'll them. Tell you, it's just like anything; it's just you can find anything on the internet if you, if you look for it. Yep. Now, what's the record for snake? Five apples, whatever. Let me let me let me check real quick because I think five apples. You should know your damn rap name by now, Ryan. Yeah, now the Smurfs were three and a half apples tall, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know my Smurfs, like Lil. Lilith may be the expert of Resident Evil. I'm the expert of Smurfs and also Snorkels. Well, which I know. are basically underwater Smurfs and candy corn. Don't forget that. Let's see here. So first up, classic, classic mode. No, nothing, nothing fancy. Original map. Ten minutes, fifty-one seconds to get all of the apples on that one. Where's my baby? And all Lilith, apples, so you know, five apples, your, small map. Time is our guest. This is oh shit. The first 20 minutes of our podcast is just nonsense. So, oh, no, it's find? okay. It's so interesting. That. I'm having a great time listening to it. So. Yes. <laughs> what did you just find, Boston? Because you said, oh, shit, like something has just oh, rocked your world. Well, like I said, I was I was so happy that I was getting close to – I got I had got the 37 seconds, and that – 37 seconds is no longer the top in the top 20. No. Wow. It's a young man's game. I think you need to <laughs> the game up, man. 
Uh, six months ago, someone set the world record with 31 seconds, seven, 31.725 seconds. Man. What okay. the shit? Because you can't think right now of any more ways that you can shave off any time, right? No, I've I've been. Oh wow, yeah. Now, can you see this person's thirty-one seconds to make sure it's legit uh, and not like that fistful of quarters movie? <laughs> What's his uh, yeah, name, uh, Billy? Uh, Billy Mitchell. Have we uncovered a conspiracy? Oh, I like a conspiracy. Uh, me too. Yeah. Now, did you see the craziest conspiracy that happened Wednesday where? Everybody showed up in Dallas because they thought Jenna, John F. Kennedy Jr. was going to show oh, up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Yes. I have been I under- have somehow. So QAnon, yeah. you know what QAnon is, right, Scott? Yes. So QAnon, you know, they have the theory that JFK Jr. is still alive. He faked his death, and he's been secretly working with, like, Trump and Trump, right? Um, uh, yeah, okay. The rumor I didn't was, know the theory they had. Yes, that he was going to show up in Dallas on Wednesday <laughs> and say, hey, guys, I'm still alive. And then they were going to basically take the presidency. So literally hundreds what? of people showed up in Dallas expecting to see uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. Now, they said he didn't show up. However, <laughs> they do believe Robin Williams was there. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay. No. All yes, right. they, they believe Robin Williams was there. Um, I can't. There was like two or three other people that was just insanity. I think maybe Prince. I must have been in, in my own cave this whole week. I've been on vacation because I haven't heard any of this. I haven't heard anything, and I'm pretty. I'm pretty logged in. So. <laughs> yeah, but they uh, nice. they thought that. Hang on a second. I'm going to bring it up because I I responded to the TikTok about it because I found it hysterical. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They also said Dale Earnhardt was there. <laughs> All right. The TikToks I, and the not talks. I imagine he was there to warn them of the dangers of the wall. Um, <laughs> He's there to judge them. I went, yeah. with their, I went with their smoking. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No. Can you imagine like, if that was like one of your parents and they said, hey, I'm not going to be in town this week. I'm going to Dallas to welcome back to well, F. Kennedy Jr. What, what about, what about your, your boss? Can you imagine being the boss and getting that phone call from your employee? Yeah, that like, would hey, be so... Hey, uh, I got a call in today. Are you sick? No, I'm going to go see JFK. Yeah, I put this pizza in like two weeks ago. So now, of course, they've moved the goalpost to December. December is when it all comes comes true. I'll have a confession the second to make, coming. Yeah, it all sounds so biblical. Yeah, um, this is like that year where the dude kept trying to predict that we were going to, like, was it twenty? Well, there's always that or whatever. Yeah, where the Mayans like their calendar. Uh, yeah, there's been quite a few different ones though. Uh, was, he kept pushing it back like every three months, but like, no, 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 it's a, third third month will die. No, yes. next month will roll. Yeah. Rapture's coming. Rapture's yeah. on its way. That's the problem. If you're going to do, if you're going to make like a crazy conspiracy cult thing, you never put like an exact date, or you put an, a put a date after you know you're going to be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Can't be embarrassed. Yeah. Dead. Play the, play guys, the long guys. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it. Let's let's create a cult <laughs> right now. Oh my let's god! I always wanted to have my own cult. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I always look, felt like I'd be like super vulnerable to a cult, you know. Like I'd be uh, like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." Let's no, all- you won't, because you're going to be <laughs> one of the leaders of said cult. Lilith. Wow, so, mastermind. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you're not going to be a victim. You're going to be the 
the master one of the That's masterminds even better. Of it. Yes. You're one yeah. of the best leaders. Yes. <laughs> now what's our cult gonna be about? Does it I really don't know. We have to figure it out. Um I actually have a friend and uh who, who's no longer with us unfortunately, but back in the late nineties he joined an actual cult in Tennessee. Really? Like what around Knoxville. I can't remember. What I do remember is do you remember East Town Mall R. I. P. They used to yep. have that um, bookstore downstairs, like kind of back towards where like the DMV ended up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there he was looking through like occult books and mystic books. And inside of the, one of the books, they were like putting flyers for their cult. Really? So, wow. Yeah. So Mitch went to the initiation ceremony and our friend Jason went along just to make sure Mitch was going to be okay. Right. And it really skeeved Jason out. He left. Mitch decided to stay and do the whole ritual. And the ritual consisted of going out into the woods all by yourself with the bag over your head and kneeling on the ground for like a couple hours. Oh, that's all? Okay. (laughs) Um, It freaked him out. That's just Tuesdays. Yeah. At one point, something happened. I'll never, I don't know what happened because, like I said, he's no longer with us. But Mitch freaked the cult out so much that they excommunicated him. Oh, what'd he do? I don't know. And that's what I want to know, because you had to do something really crazy to make a cult. Yeah. Like poop like, your pants or something. Yes. That's a sign. <laughs> yes. If I got kidnapped, that's what I would do. I would just poop my pants, and they'd be like, that's a lot to deal with. And I'm sure I'd end up like on a curb somewhere. Well, I would yeah. take what's that, brother. Not only would I poop my pants, but I would like start throwing it, throwing my feces at everybody. That <laughs> No, I think yeah. at the point you're you're in, like, um, wasn't there like they didn't consider themselves a cult, but there was some group that was on TikTok earlier this year that had created like a commune, and they got in a lot of trouble because they supposedly captured and killed a cat. Oh, I saw all that. Oh. Yeah, because they you're all show the- organically on my feed. Like, oh, I'm in the I live in the wilderness with all these other people who are young. We're all young families, and then and then you like start noticing. Okay, they're all white and like. Like mm-hmm. they're like they don't work, or they like they make this like weird product, and it seems like an MLM kind of thing a little bit. Um, yes. Then you see the downfall later, like a few months later, you'll get the videos that are like why this thing is bad, and you're like, oh man, I I casually watched like five or so videos about this. Yeah, there's a uh, a documentary on, on um, uh, Amazon Prime right now about one of those MLM groups. Oh yeah, Lula Row. Yeah, and also that's some crazy stuff. I was watching. Uh, I, I still laugh. I was watching something about the sort of like the origin of MLMs. Yeah. And one of the first ones was literally this dude had like invested in too much alfalfa sprout. <laughs> what? That was the that was the whole MLM is like alfalfa sprouts. Whoops. Yes, he had invested in too much alfalfa sprouts, and so he had them ground like dried up, ground up, and turned into. Um, a, a supplement, a pill oh. that was just alfalfa sprout, and was trying to sell them as like Neutralite. It, it was way before the Herbalife stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was called Neutralite, and he was trying okay. to to shill them as a as a health product. So when oh. life hands you alfalfa sprouts, you turn them into a rich scheme. <laughs> into a pyramid scheme. Yes. Oh man, and and you can always see that. Like I don't see that as much on my Facebook wall anymore. But there used to be a time where I would have. Um, friends on my Facebook wall that were part of those kind of like pyramid schemes, schemes where they were like, oh yeah, five hey, dollars. Yep, like hey, come here. You can 
you can maybe make a hundred thousand dollars a year. You want, but you, you, but you will work like ninety hours a week, and you'll like basically burn the bridge with all your friends. Yeah, I, I remember someone someone got me in touch with. Oh, uh, my mom got me in touch with uh, someone from the church, her church, who was working for Amway, and he got me to sit down and listen to the whole pitch. I listened to the whole thing, mm-hmm. explained how the whole thing worked. I went to even one of the little timeshare meetings in the back office of a hotel somewhere, mm-hmm. and I flat out t- looked at the guy afterwards. And I said, "Look, this is." a great premise but i can't afford to work for you Mm. i I cannot afford i don't have enough i don't know enough people who can afford to buy this shit (laughs) yes (laughs) i can't be i can't get stuck with that much alfalfa yeah i can't i'm not gonna sit there with the because i saw my my parents did it with uh the ken does anybody remember that one no what was the ken uh n-i-k-k-e-n the ken they were magnetic it was it was before like the copper magnet bracelets they were magnetic blankets and magnetic insoles and just these magical magnets that were supposed to help uh strengthen (laughs) your muscles and help your blood flow and oh oh fun i think i may have seen them on a pen and teller bs (laughs) something similar to that i know that i know that i remember my dad showing me all the ways that it worked Oh. And then seeing James Randy debunk those on a show once. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, ha-ha! <laughs> well. What got your dad out of what what got your dad and mom out of the out of the business? Uh they just couldn't they couldn't get anybody to buy it. Okay. And so that was free social media and all that too, right? Mm-hmm. And I went so I went to bed I went to bed underneath weighted mag- magnetic blankets for <laughs> several years. <laughs> But now you're the man you are today because of it. Yeah, uh, actually, exactly. Maybe they helped you. Did you talk about that? Uh, uh maybe. Um, no. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. Getting, I bet you wouldn't be getting 37 seconds on speed runs now if you hadn't done that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have actually, I have actually used a lot of the because they're just like ceramic, the same ceramic magnets you can buy at fucking Michaels. I have so many of those now because like they, the glue and the blankets didn't hold up for crap. And so they all like <laughs> slink to one side. So I kept a whole bunch of the magnets. They're wow. uh, they just pop up every now and then as I'm moving <laughs> from place to place. Uh, really? Yeah, I've used them in a, f- a few art projects and such. They're fun. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing! You never know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been involved in one, but I felt like at one point I almost got involved in something that was sketchy. Like back in the day, you had to actually get a newspaper and look for one ads when you were looking for jobs. Um, and there was uh, one I went to that was supposed to be selling vacuum cleaners. Oh no! And mm-hmm. I went in there, and you know they 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 put you in like a uh, like basically like a building they've rented out for like a month or so just to do their business. Dude, I went to the same thing. <laughs> um, that <laughs> would be so weird if we were in the same ones. Yes. Um, so we get in there, and they're talking about about how the vacuum cleaner works and all this, and they said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna." After we teach you this, we're going to stick you in a van and you're going to go do some demos for <laughs> people that have filled out full cards. And like halfway through the van. day, I was like, this is a sketch. This is a scam. I'm going to leave. And it's like they would not let me leave. Like, they, really? no, no, don't worry. We're going to have pizza for lunch. You need, you don't need to go out to your car. And I finally was like, <laughs> I was finally going, yeah, I need to go out of my car. I got medication I have to take with my, with my food. And one of them actually walked out to the car with me. 
And I got in the car and just locked the door and started the car up and left. God, do you think that's you had a gun? Amazing. <laughs> it was so crazy. How far did you get in it, Scott? Did you actually I, go to any? I can't. I, I, I think I actually went to the. So there was two. Two. One was a vacuum. The vacuum thing. Uh, I think I. I think I actually made it to the building, but no, I didn't go anywhere past that. Uh, then there was another one where it was. It was. This, it was selling fake perfume. Mm, okay. Some bullshit, and they yeah. and towards the end of the whole seminar, they they had us pair off in twos, uh, and we had to we had to go with this other person and go randomly find somebody to sell stuff to. And we, this other person, got walked out, got to, was walking the car, is like, "Yeah, we're not doing this, right? Yeah, no." Okay, so they were going to have you just go up to like random strangers' doors and go, yeah. "You smell like shit." This will help you. I think we were supposed to go to people that we knew the first day. Oh, I God. think it was. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that we did not, that did not happen. It's the thing that <laughs> sucked back in the day when you had to do the one ads because the one ad yeah. would really like sell the product and sell like, Oh, this oh, is would. great. Yeah. This is something I want to do. There was one where I, I, I almost wonder if I was about to be kidnapped. Like, there was, <laughs> there, so there, there was a, a the, that made it sound amazing. Like doing the one ads and, uh, I wound up meeting some girl at a hotel oh. <laughs> and that was where our interview was. And then, and then we were going to, I was supposed to meet her, uh, whatever it was, a, a few days later, a week later, we were going to take a trip up North. <laughs> I was like, this is what? <laughs> the North is, is prime, is prime real estate for the perfume business. <laughs> no, this wasn't the perfume. This was something totally different. I, I don't even oh. know what it was. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so but, it was sketchy yeah. as hell. But I think those things must have exploded over like, especially like the last 10 years with the rise of like social media. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Honestly, they prepare it for you in school. I was thinking about this this whole time. Like cookie dough sales and stuff. And in, I was in marching mm. band and they made us sell fruit, like like oranges, <laughs> Wait, box, yeah. like giant boxes oh my gosh, of fruit. Right. We would have to go door to door selling fruit, like grapefruit and stuff, tangerines. Are you serious? Yes, there was, it, the parents would take a herd of us and drop us off in a neighborhood by the school, and we'd go door to door and be like, "Please support our marching band. Would you like to buy like twenty pounds of oranges?" And right. and people were like, "No," um, but like families would do it. It was a whole huge event, and like, like it one was, banana will take care of one saxophone player. And they would come pretty much, and they would come, and they would come moldy half the time. I it was like oh a huge God. waste of time. But I don't even know how much money we got out because we didn't even get new marching uniforms until I was out of marching band. So oh, I'm glad crazy. it supported my fu- the future. <laughs> yeah, because there's the thing that the schools are always like you know with their alumni like pushing pumping them for money. So they really wanted to get you all like new uniforms. They could have done that. Oh, yeah. Well, um, historically, the arts doesn't get a lot of money allocated. Um, so most of the money we got went to like, we paid for our own buses to go to football games. See, what there's what I was thinking, though, with like, you're kind of like sports adjacent. So that's yeah. why I thought maybe it would help you with the boosters and all that. But I guess not. If you're no, we had like sports. separate booths. We had separate booths. So everything was separate from like football and everything. Oh, dear God, that's crazy. It was wild. (laughs) Today on the way home on um, Kingston Pike, down kind of near where Blaze is, Blaze and Best Buy, there was a van pulled over the side of the road that had ribeyes, uh, 20 for $29.95. 
and fuck? I can't imagine how awful those ribeyes must have been. Oh my god. Are were you sure they were meat. actually meat? Yes. I'm imagining it must be like a steakum. It can't well, be like, usually <laughs> Well it, it, if you don't so a lot of times you can get away with that if you have no overhead. Okay. Like, uh you yeah. get a lot of deals like that up at flea markets and stuff. There's a there was one place that sells was selling bundles of leather at prices that we that Leather. We could never match um, because she just shows up, opens up the booth, and starts making sales. She doesn't have – she costs like 20 bucks a week to sit there. So she doesn't have any real rent or utilities right. to pay for. Yeah. So, yeah, you can wow. you can, you can can drop the markup quite a bit when you're not – But that's yeah, 20 bucks for $30 for 20 ribeyes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would. Unless the guy just walked out in the middle of the field, took a hatchet straight to a cow. <laughs> yeah, if, if I watched the guy kill the cow right then and prepare the steaks for me, then maybe. Yeah. That's all really I can do. He just had this white van, and he had this like little stand set up with that giant uh, sign, uh, you know, torn, torn, uh, torn towards like Kingston Pike. Good location. Wow. Great location. It was in, yeah, it was in that little where that Ingles or Food City used to be, you know, next to the the crystals. Oh, yeah. It used to be Spirit Halloween right around the corner from Joanne's. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Wait, you, remember, but, you only remember Spirit? Um, well, I worked at that Joanne's for many oh. years. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Yeah. I will pick your brain about that later. Cool. Because, yeah, it used to be uh, used to be Food Lion, Food City at one point. Yeah, yeah, city. yeah. Long time and I ago. went in there like right as they closed down because that would be the grocery store I would shop at. And I went in there one day after they were shut down, and I had grabbed a car because I didn't realize it. And then somebody came out of like, I think hiding. <laughs> They're like, "Sir, <laughs> you gotta leave. This food's not for sale anymore." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," because like there there was like, stuff on the shelves. <laughs> you gotta leave. Sir. You gotta go. Don't turn around. It's, it's like your nemesis at Kroger's all over again, right? Yeah, don't turn around. Don't look back. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was so bizarre. And they've never put any, like you said, I guess it was a Joanne's next, or was it a Spirit Halloween after that? Um, it was, it tur- it's been a Spirit Halloween off and on. I don't think it is this year. I cannot confirm. Uh, but uh, it's around year. the corner from Joanne's. So there's like a rock in between it. That go to work at Spirit of Halloween. They know basically when they apply and get the job that their job is essentially like three months at the most, right? It's seasonal. Well, I think people do it for cool. fun. I can see where that would be kind of fun. Have you ever? I've never been in a Spirit of Halloween. Really? They, no, I've never been in one. Do they have really oh. cool costumes, or is it kind of like a party city? It's kind of everything. Situation. Um, slowly over the years, it's turned more so into like half Party City, half almost like um, Spencer's in the okay. store, oh, in, the, in the mall. Okay. Um, yeah. Like they have like more like pop culture-y like home items because like uh, Halloween's like more like less a holiday and more like a lifestyle. It seems like more now where yes. everyone's like, oh, I just want it to be October again. So I want it to be spooky season again. Um, yeah. So it, it's more like home goods. But also, like, a lot of costumes and, like, essentials for Halloween, uh, like, decorations and stuff. The displays yeah. are the coolest part. 
It's always yeah. you have to go every year. I can't believe you've never I been. I guess I'm going to go next. I've I've never been you've to Dollywood gotta. either. Wow, that's it, also a must. I'm <laughs> sorry, what? Like, like never been to Dollywood. Um, oh, Dolly Parton's our president. I've never been. To, I love Dolly Parton with all my heart. Now I've been like um, when I was super super young. My mom took me when it was um, Silver Dollar City. Oh, oh wow! Wow, that's so yeah. cool. That's actually yeah. really cool. Yeah, the only thing I remember is we got on a on a train, and I was super excited to be on a train, and I fell asleep during the robbery because they would have like some cowboys come running up and they would rob the the train. Yeah, and I slept through that whole thing. You're like, fuck you, robbers! I, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 rob me of my sleep. Right. Yeah. Speaking of that, like, so when we're we're recording this on the fifth of November, so tomorrow is time to fall back. What do you yeah. all think oh, about is. the whole fallback spring forward thing? Do you think it's antiquated and needs to be done with? In yes. a way, in a way, I do. Uh, it's I, it's I like a tradition it's... thing at this point. I feel yeah. like it doesn't benefit us. I mean, I'm sure no. farmers. No, I'm sure doesn't. there is people. Maybe I don't even know if it, if it benefits <laughs> farmers anymore. It never I did. In the day, it did. Okay. But yeah. Now I don't know that it does either. Uh, what do you mean so, it never did, Boston? That's a hot take. Uh, so the original the original pitch for daylight savings time when was daylight savings <laughs> so the original pitch for it was uh like in like eighteen ninety five where you had the idea that you did this the shift in times so that you had more sunrise and you uh during the summer and so you would waste less candles, but it never got implemented in the uh, it never got implemented in uh, the U.S. until like 1918, after we'd already had electric lights. Oh, so like it was it was completely useless. Uh, we already had set up a world where we could have light at any time of the day we wanted. So it's like there's no there was never a need for it. And then they were like, "Oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Let's let's adopt that." And it's like, why? The- oh my. God. It doesn't help. It never helped. So 1918 was a horrible year for this country because, number one, they were dealing with a pandemic. Number two, they had to now deal with this whole fallback uh, spring court <laughs> nonsense. And I think prohibition starts around there, too, doesn't it? Oh, good question. Yeah, thanks. It was a real, yeah, I think it was summer. I watched a, a side note here. If you like documentaries, the uh, Ken Burns prohibition documentary is so good. Oh, nice. January, January of 1920. Did you ever see the Scientology one, Brian? Yeah, well, I saw the Scientologist one where <laughs> it's some English dude that likes to just basically, he, he has like balls of steel. Yeah, and I, he just basically goes around the, harassing people. Yeah, the one I, the one I saw, I think it was the one, the Le- Leah Remini or whatever, the one yeah, that yeah. loves Scientology. Yeah, the King of Queens yeah. star. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's yeah. just crazy what they what they do, man. Yeah, there's so much to it that's just insanity. If especially if you leave, if you try to leave the, I don't right. call it what it is, a cult. Um, yep. Leah mm-hmm. Remy is interesting though because so you know she was on that show with Kevin James, uh, the King of Queens, right? Yeah, and that lasted forever. So then Kevin James had another show um, where I think it was like in the third or fourth season, it wasn't doing that well. So they brought Leah Remy on Remy back on the show, right? Because, you know, they still had their chemistry. 
And they did this crazy thing where they killed his wife off so he could then get back with her. Oh, shit. Really? Yes. Yes. Ew. Which I can tell you right now, a sitcom where the main star loses his wife isn't going to lead to much laughs. No. <laughs> no. What <I'm> morbid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, well, the actress playing his wife. <laughs> I know. she. Yeah. And it's like... um. Walton Goggins just finished. It just got uh, canceled after two seasons. He had a, a sitcom oh, called Un- The Unicorn. Unicorn. And yes. every episode was basically the same. You go on a date and then get worried about if it was if it was time for him to start dating again and what mm-hmm. his two young daughters would think. That sounds like my life except for the $2. Also, weirdly enough, I- it had three actors from the show Ballers. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I'm still amazed. Like I'm still impressed at how ballsy of a move someone had to make to be like, "Hey, let's do a sitcom where Walter Goggins is the most desirable man." <laughs> like, yeah, like, who the fuck teeth. took that? Who who took that roll of the dice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him as an, I love him as an actor, though. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But yeah, phenomenal. heartthrob. No. Right. right. No. It's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> well, we do have a lady on the on the podcast with night. Venice Knight Lilith. What do you think about Walton Goggins? <laughs> my, my scope of things is like I like video game women. I don't know. Okay. Like, like Jill Valentine and Bayonetta. Are those your fa- oh are you excited uh, about Bayonetta yeah, 3? Bayonetta. Yes. What? Very much so. What? I just repur- I got the uh, first two on Switch. I just repurchased the first one. So. Oh, cool! Yeah. Um, nice. So Boston, you had no idea of this. Um. So it's been in the works for. They announced it a few years ago, and then recently, was it the Switch showcase? Lil? I think it was PlayStation. No, I think it was Switch. I think, I think it's an exclusive to Switch, isn't it? Uh, Nintendo Switch gameplay look. Uh, one I, I guess ago. it is. And, I don't um, know. I watch all of them that come out, and they come out so frequently. Yeah, yes. this one is now. As far as the last thing I heard, it's going to be 2022. Um, she's also in Smash Brothers, isn't she? Yes, she yes. is, and she plays the exact <laughs> same. <laughs> it's so weird to think about. Hey, really, Bayonetta yeah. battling uh, Doctor Mario. It just seems weird. <laughs> well, the one that got me just because I frequent the stranger parts of the internet. Was when Bayonetta got announced, the big thing was this weird motherly love between her and Joker. Wait, what? Persona Five. Really? Oh, from Persona Five, Joker. Okay. Yeah, that Joker. Oh. And it was so. It, it was that weird, like she she just like takes him in under her wing and is just like I'm your mommy now, and like it's like oh, okay. I love um, the fan art that comes out after a new like smash announcement. Oh god, has there been like oh. some interesting Sora stuff? Um probably. Oh, there's already I think been. everyone just like cried. It was very exciting. Uh, it was <laughs> exciting. Like I I dropped out, I dipped out of the Kingdom Hearts thing somewhere around number two. Um, but it was so cool to see how many people were that excited over the character. So that made me happy. Anytime that People find joy in something, even if I don't get it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm certainly not, like, elbow deep in the lore for Kingdom Hearts, because, like, I feel like that in Final Fantasy, you either your surface level or, like, you're, like, completely in it. Like, you know yeah. every little piece of it. Um, like, I've, I've played Seven, but, like, I, I, my scope well, of knowledge is limited. But, like, still, like, Kingdom Hearts is just so iconic. 
Like I feel like most well, people. Buddy have mine's the first going one. through the whole series right now, and apparently, I never played the ones on the handhelds, but apparently yeah, they're a lot PSP. different to play. And, and, and he was, he's, I can't do it. I have to just watch the videos. So he's having to watch like all the storyline videos to get caught up because he can't. He said he can't play through them. It's, I guess, it, I guess it's a, a card based game or something. Yeah, it's for like Game Boy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had yeah. that one. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. There that. is like a Game Boy one though that I played like when it first came out. Yeah. Um, which was still like the, the old school, like on um, turn-based combat, not like anything with cars or anything. And yeah. the thing I remember is the last boss is God and you can take him down in one shot. If you have the saw. Okay. The so I'm, just, one. I'm just imagining the two characters running up to this God and just start sawing him to death. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like speaking, but back to Nintendo for a second. Have you seen like just the bad shitstorm that's happened about their new N64 virtual console they've just launched? Oh, like all the overpriced stuff? Like <laughs> the price is a joke. Yeah, the pricing because it, it bumps it up. Uh, it's basically double the price, right? Yeah. It goes from like four bucks a month to about eight. It's something like that. Um, and not only is it super expensive, but they're still they're still being very cagey about how often games are going to come out for this because if anybody has a switch you know the nes and the super nintendo uh virtual console rarely get games like maybe once every few months right not good games, not good games either for the most part yeah and supposedly these emulations of some of these games like the ocarina of time and mario 64 uh are the ones i'm seeing the most com- complaints about are supposed to be really bad emulators Really? Yeah. Apparently, the emulation emulation was terrible, and also the, uh, one of the bigger complaints is the control scheme isn't copying over well to the Switch. Okay. Which is because, weird because they just had the N sixty four Mario on the All Stars game. Yeah. Um, actually, that's a good question. I wonder how they did do that because if if they if they couldn't have done it well with that one, they should have already seen it coming. The C buttons are mapped weird. Uh, a and what was it? A and B are mapped to A and B, but A and B on the Switch are backwards. Yeah. So, like, everything is, like, backwards or upside down from the original 64 controller. Yeah, and, and it's so weird because this is a giant company. This is, like, one, maybe a billion-dollar company, and they can't get this right. But you can go online and find perfect emulations of all these games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, why would you pay that much when, like, if you have a computer, you've had these games for years, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And it's like one of those things where the video where Nintendo revealed this, um, all this uh, N64 and the Sega Genesis uh, virtual console stuff coming is right now the most downrated uh, video on uh, of Nintendo's on YouTube. Wow. It's kind of nuts. People are speaking. Yep, I saw it. I get distracted when stuff when I see that. Um, oh what? Oh no, I didn't. Somebody <laughs> named Liz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, close enough. Yeah, so I don't understand what Nintendo. I saw a meme that basically I think perfectly encapsulated this whole thing, where it's a guy start talking to a dog and it's got Xbox written on it, and Xbox like here have all these games for free. And then there's a person asking the Nintendo dog for a free game, and they're going, no, but give me $10 for this calculator app. (laughs) And and that basically sums it up. For some reason, Nintendo and Sony are very, um, I think, 
I don't know if it's it's I don't know if it's just a culture thing, but the way they're doing with everything, and Microsoft is just destroying them right now with the Game Pass. Yeah, well, Nintendo's always been very weird with anything multiplayer since the get-go uh, i yeah, feel like was, playstation's pretty good about it too though i feel like with playstation with playstation now and playstation plus you get a really good amount of games you do but it's just not the same value as game pass though you don't get you, oh, you rarely get anything like that for crap yeah they're yeah. limited yeah, yeah but limited. nintendo also rarely drops the prices of their games no no not at all like, that's one good thing i love about like sony is like if I don't get, like, The Last of Us 2 when it first came out, I did. But if I didn't, I can probably get it now for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. Nintendo is bad about that because they have no competition. Like, yeah. who, who is going to release a, a who's gonna release a, a game that's going to actually compete with Mario? Right, and that's the bad thing when there's <laughs> that's no competition. That's true. Yeah. yeah, but, like, the Xbox Game Pass, like, this month is phenomenal. Like yeah. uh, for Forza Horizon Five is in a couple of days, right? Yep. And which reminds me, uh, it takes two is on there, and uh, yes, Ryan, it, Ryan, we yes, it is. That. Yeah, it just was uh, just was released. Do you already have that, Ryan? Yes, we have to plan that out now that I have the PlayStation uh, Plus thing, so we can play online games nice. in theory. So we're gonna play um, it takes two because the good thing yeah. is I only have the PlayStation Five, but it does allow you to share the game with the other person. So, because I don't know if it's cross-play, but we'll still be able to play it. Most of it is. Yeah, I don't think as it I, is. As I, under, as I understand it, uh, it takes two. As I understand it is. Uh, cross-platform. Yeah, because that was that was even when, it, when you first when you first dropped. It's um, not Scott. There is no cross-play or cross-platform multiplayer in, in it takes two. Really? Okay. Nope. Wait, can you do PlayStation Five to PlayStation Four? Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, we can play it. Oh, that's right. Guys, this is gripping podcast right here. We're this, yeah. is, this is good. This is good quality Thank content. You. Thank you, have Scott. Have you played that's a way right. out by the same developer? I haven't. Um, it's so good. Uh, Riveting, I would say. I played their first game, Brothers, and I really dug it. It was, was it really good? Did you play, you play it by yourself or with somebody else? I played it with someone else. Me um, too. That was uh, so and good. It's, it's very good, um, but it's like I feel like it's like movie length. Like you can beat it in a night, really. You, you can, know. but it's just it's just something Stay fun to, have, to, have to play with a buddy. You know, like a like a night or something, not or two. No, it takes two. From what I've read, um, I think um, it's a more of like an eight to ten hour game. Is it okay? Yeah, I'm gonna okay. check real quick. How long to beat? It takes two. Yeah, but that's one sitting. I mean, come on. Uh, 10 to 12 hours, according to... uh, That's that's definitely different. Yeah. Um, But I think that's his thing, because the guy who created uh, Brothers, um, A Way Out, and this game, he's really pushing, because he believes that um, co-op, there's still still a place for co-op. Like a lot yeah, of, like, I think I, a lot I, of people. I think, I think that's true. I think there definitely still is a place for. Is he the guy that cussed at the game awards? He probably. I think he may have been like a French dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes, <laughs> it is him. Yes, that is him. <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot about that. Good call, Willa. <laughs> yeah. So, and they well, also um, <laughs> there's a new game, like an indie game, that is getting like phenomenal reviews. That's also uh, just came out like yesterday for the Game Pass. Uh, mm-hmm. Called uh, unpacking. 
Oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I don't. I watched the video of it. I, I, I don't think it's my cup of tea, but I, I mean, I would try it out. Have you tried it, Boston? It is the most calming game I have ever played really? in my life. I don't know that I like it yet. Okay. Okay. But I can. I can just. It's so enjoyable. It's so like the the aesthetic, and the like the the music. You can just like lose yourself. From what adju- I you know, adjusting what I gather, the, it's like a, a puzzle game, but I'm unpacking like moving to a new home. All right, so it's kind of like a puzzle yes. game. Playing a girl, right, from 1997 to current day. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, it was. <laughs> it, it's it's questionable in the at first. You're like, well. That is a really there's there's some hearts on that diary that you st- you hide underneath the uh, the pillow. Yeah. But then in uh, on the second one when you're going to college and you have to stack all the panties and bras. <laughs> like, oh, yes. Yes, um, I am playing a woman. Okay. <laughs> I heard the Pixar is amazing. Like uh, somebody was raving about it. Like, um, you know, it's, it's real got, good. Uh, it can't use like the real consoles, but you can tell what the console is, and you can even see like on the the DVD covers and game discs, exactly what the game is, even with like the small a, pixel art. The not a GameCube, awesome. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But it's getting phenomenal. And it's supposed to be a game that you can beat in like one setting, which is probably perfect for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think it looks cool. And that's another thing. You can, you can get it for Game Pass for no charge or Nintendo Switch for 20 bucks. Yep. Really? So, yeah. I, unless they drastically, dramatically change how Game Pass works, I don't see myself never not having it. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. I really think it's the best value in gaming right now. And a lot of games go straight to Game Pass, too. Yeah, yeah. day one. Like uh, unpacking, like for Forza next week is going to be day one. Um, Halo in a couple weeks is going to yeah. be day one. Um, especially, yeah. especially all these new acquisitions Microsoft's been making to you know all, all these big games that they're going to be coming out with are going to be day one too it's going to be crazy yeah and i know a lot of what people say is well non-first party games you never know how long exactly they're going to stay on the game pass before they drop off the game pass well sure but like, that's, that's um, still long enough for you to play them though for for sure sometimes like boston had to push himself to get through the darksiders before they left uh, oh really the game pass does the Game yeah, Pass sometimes give you at least a discount if you decide you want to just pull the trigger always, and buy the game? Always. Yes. If it's on okay. Game Pass and you buy it, it's, you know, I forget, what is it, 20% Boston? Usually. Yeah. Uh, some, sometimes it may vary, but it's usually around 20%. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, and that's, that's just for the third-party stuff, right? On the Game Pass, you can get it, you can get it at this kind of rate. Because first-party games never leave the Game Pass. Is that correct? I want to say uh, yes, but I'm not positive about that, though. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Um Okay. It's all coming soon. Where's the leaving soon? Yeah, it looks like Final Fantasy VIII's about to leave. No. Um, no. Speaking of one with a card game, like a Final Fantasy with a really good card game. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one has the best like card game. I think I, I love the card game I, in that one. Okay. I have a oh, friend. Yeah, the mini game. Yeah. Triple Triad. Uh, I yep. actually have a friend who picked up. Uh, she picked up a copy of Triple Triad, and it came with I think it was I think it was a fan made version at the time. Okay, and it came with like all the cards. Oh, and cool. so we would actually yeah, sit cool. there and draft. Uh, we we would we would sit we would go to we go to her apartment and draft and then play. That's awesome. I bet if fun. you looked on Etsy, you could find it. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've discovered my love for Etsy. I love Etsy. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's so much good stuff on Etsy. My friend, um, who's I think I'm gonna invite him to come to the podcast in January. He uh, left um, Radio Systems uh, earlier this year when his father was ill, um, mm-hmm. and he started his own Etsy doing enamel pins. And he's gonna clear hundred thousand dollars this year. That's I made crazy. a lot of money right like at the end of high school, like um right out of high school, um selling bath bombs on Etsy when bath bombs were first huge. And that okay. paid my bills for like months and months and months. Really? So how did yeah. you like what kind of bath bombs would you do? Um gosh, that was such a weird time of my life that's kind of like in there. But um we would just I would make up these creative names. So we'd have like Mango Tango. Usually we'd just make colors and then put them together and just give it a name whatever it looked like and throw scents on it but we were the first um link on google if you googled black bath bomb we our etsy was actually the first hit and there was a viral video that went out of a black bath bomb that wasn't ours um and we were watching a movie one night and we were just sitting there and we just kept getting cha-ching cha-ching (laughs) cha-ching And we were like, what is happening? And we were, we were seniors in high school. Like we weren't even supposed to have oh, it really okay. at that time. Um, and um, we had got, we had like made over like $3,000 over one night in wow. sales. Yeah. It was insane. Um, it, it was not feasible. <laughs> we could not keep up with it as like two like young adults. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. We ended up like not being able to complete orders in time and getting banned after a few years, but it was a good it was a good ride while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Etsy is like um, my friend that does the enamel pins. Um, when he first started, like with you, he had no idea like it was going to blow up as as big as it did. And I think Etsy ended up closing his shop twice until he got caught up on orders. Yeah, they're bugs. Yeah, like, like if you <laughs> don't sell- have the order sell- sent out like within a certain amount of time, they shut you down until you get your orders finished. That's facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least it'll shut you down for good. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah and he's um he's so successful with it. He's about to start his second enamel pin um store, and he works with like different kind of artists all around the world. So that's interesting too, is because he's always on the phone with like he's got one of his artists in Russia. Wow. One of them is in like um well one of them's in the states. One of them I think is in London. Um, so he's all like you know they all have different uh, time zones and everything. Right. So yeah, so every so he's always on the phone with them, like approving art for like the next enamel pin and, and stuff like that. So good for um, him, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Like his enamel pins right now are um a little racy, the ones he does. Um yeah. but he only uses female artists. That's one of the things that separates him from a lot of the other people doing enamel pins like that. And his new store is gonna be clean pins. Like um, of copyright stuff, but you know you find ways around copyrights. Yeah. Yeah. Like um. Carefully. Yeah, you have to be careful with that. But like, if you just change the name of something, then I guess you're able to do it as far as far as like the parody and satire laws. Yeah. Oh, that's, it's, what, that's what he's going the, for. Yeah. There is some nuance to it, but then again, uh, nine times out of ten, the the best part is as long as you don't get big enough that anyone notices, you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Yep. And the thing I think he cough, said he cough, found our outro video, outro music. <laughs> yes. Hey, I, I, I appreciate that they would get big enough for that. We actually get a cease and desist letter. I agree. <laughs> yes. That's how I know. That's how I know. That's how I know we've made it. Yes. Yes. We have to worry about that stuff and then hire or, an actual uh, musical if, artist. Or if Will Al, uh, Weird Al Yankovic makes a parody out of our podcast, then you know you, we made it. You want to hear a weird thing about Weird Al? 
Like of he's course. been in the yes. business for about 40 something years, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's never been on SNL. What? Really? Yeah, because they were talking about it. Um, <clears throat> Ed Sheridan was supposed to be on um, the last week or this coming up episode of SNL, and he um, had to back out because of COVID. And people right. online were like clamoring to get them to get Weird Al the spot because Weird Al has never guest hosted. I mean, that's crazy, man. Been the musical host, which is really weird to me. Yeah, I mean, I remember, I, I remember he uh, he actually called uh, Kurt Cobain uh, when Kurt Cobain was hosting SNL. Yeah. He, he, he was he was having a hard time getting a hold of him, uh, so he was like he knew he was going to be hosting SNL, so he actually got a hold of him through SNL to get permission to do his. The other song. Wow, cool. Because he tries well, his best to get like permission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he does. Yeah. Well, I remember that was even Cobain said that's how we knew, that's how we knew Nirvana had made it. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> what he said. Yeah, that's parody. how he knew it. And it's crazy to think he's been in the business since at least the late seventies, early eighties, and mm. he's still pretty relevant. Yeah. For especially for a satire artist. Like well, I you know don't, that he's. I know that he kind of has had to change his model because mm. he even admitted he can't keep up with the internet. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, that's true. yeah. Especially with well, with with the way his uh, record label is structured, but now he's he's free from whoever he was with and is able to do things like you know song by song. Yeah. But I haven't heard anything from him since the Hamilton polka. Yeah, I think that was the last thing because his last actual, last actual album had parodies of Royals. And uh, yep. blurred lines, which really get word crimes. Um, so that has to be like probably 2015, 2016. Yeah, is that not season? I since then. He hasn't. I think uh, this was after something. though his parents passed away, right? Because both his parents died in like a carbon monoxide poisoning. I think. Oh dang! Oh, that is right. Yeah, it's. Uh, but no, I, it surprised right. me that he's never been on SNL. That just really, really yeah, shocked me. Yeah, I had, had no idea about that fact. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. So yeah, the, 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 next, the next thing I was aware of him doing, uh, I guess it was... It was and a lot of he was in a feed with uh, Coolio. Uh, Ju- uh, July 4th, 2019 was when he did the... Or at least that was when Lin Lin Manuel first got a hold of the uh, Hamilton polka and got to hear it and lost their shit. <laughs> and he brought that out last year, right around when Hamilton came out for Disney Plus. Uh, no, it came. Okay, man, I'm all right. I I am upset with the internet right now. It keeps telling me, it keeps telling me that now it's telling me that it was February twenty eighteen. That's so, Hamilton. I could see well, that maybe he went right, to see. The, it. Well, that's that's from the official fandom wiki of Hamilton Musical, so I'm going to go with that one. February yeah. 2018, um, did the Hamilton Polka, which uh, they premiered on Jimmy Fallon, and okay. uh, I have I have not heard anything from him since. Okay, and it could I know um, he brought Lil. Can you also be our Weird Al expert? Yeah. Oh goodness! Yeah, How so? How can I con- contribute? How's he doing? Oh, um, I'm sure he's doing okay. He has lots of money. Okay, no, I know no, that no. doesn't mean anything. But... So you have to you have to answer it like you're you're you you know like just just answer it yeah, like be you're, confident. You know, oh, he's doing great. I just talked to him yesterday. Yeah. You know, his family's no, good. we actually go way back. Um, yeah, 
yeah, okay. I like met him like ten years ago, and oh, nice. um, I actually bumped into him at like Trader Joe's the other day, and he was getting like oh, cookie cool. butter. We had like we had a conversation oh, about it. It's pretty funny, actually. Um, but um, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Did yeah. you ask him why he doesn't ever want to go on SNL? <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think it's that. I think it's more SNL hasn't invited him. Well, that's true. Or did you ask him why he's never been invited to SNL? Let's put it that way. Have we already Googled if there's a reason why? Or is it just ambiguous? I have, but I can't find an answer. <laughs> I feel like he might have some ethical reason. I don't know. SNL I can't, through the years The only thing I can find is, is a bunch of posts like on Reddit and stuff of, where people want him to be on there, but I can't find any reason as to why he's not been. Does anybody have any connections with Lauren Michaels? Well, yeah, I was about to say, uh, once upon a time, does. so once upon a time, he, uh, he killed Lauren Michaels' cat. And oh, okay. Lauren hasn't forgiven it yet. Now, you know... Well, um, can you uh, give Lauren Michaels a call real quick? You know, because we, we got that kind of money. You know, uh, <laughs> Lauren Michaels is uh, was the inspiration for Dr. Evil. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. he was. And then and Dana Carvey said that, uh, you know, that, that's one reason why they had a he had a falling out with... Uh, Mike, Michael, Mike Myers was because, or, um, was because he, he stole his he stole his impression of him. Wow. Like, so Dana Carvey was, yeah, Dana Carvey was doing did impressions of Lauren Michaels, and it was just it, it was spot on Doctor Evil. Oh, and then you're saying Mike Myers stole Dana Carvey's that's, impression? That's what, they, that, that's what that's what that's one of the reasons why they had their their falling out. They must wow. have got back yeah. together because they did the Uber Eats commercial slash. Yeah, they, they're okay. <laughs> they're on good terms now, but they, they, for a while they were they were on the outs. I feel Man, so. what would what would we ever do if Michael Myers and Dana Carvey didn't reconcile their differences? <laughs> now, Mike M- Michael M- Mike Myers has a Trick new five. Netflix show that starts next year. Really, he's going to play like seven different characters, and one of the characters is related to his character in "So I Married an Axe Murderer." From what I understand, I love that movie. By the way, same. I mean, we need to add that to our list. Um, well, we should. So what, love, what character from that movie is it, is it going to be related to? I don't honestly know. Somebody should be Googling while we're talking, maybe, if, if you really. I'm busy. You do it, Scott. I love Dana Carvey when I was younger, but yeah. now I think it's sad because he still does the same impressions. He's oh. still busting out his George W., his George Bush, his Ross Perot. you got to stop him he, personally people when they're didn't. dead. When they're dead, you know that maybe it's a little old. <laughs> he didn't, yeah, and his stuff didn't age well. Although, I have found myself uh, on the last episode and several other things recently, I have found myself quoting, stealing uh, his quotes from when he had his own show for a little while. That was an excellent show and really good writing cast on that show, the Dana mm-hmm. Carvey show. Uh, also, he had uh, Steve, uh, Stephen Colbert. Yep. and uh, some other big names on the show as well but his uh his his memories of the Beatles skit oh my god i it's one of the funniest things i've ever heard in my life yeah no um he was fantastic yeah on that show just to name a few people on that show uh robert schmeagel you know triumph the insult comedian yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stephen cobeer steve carell um louis ck um jan hooks uh-huh. john glazer who is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, Phil Hartman. David Letterman was on an episode. Bob Odenkirk. Like, it was a, an amazing staff, and it was just a show that I think may have been before its time because I think it only Probably. lasted, like, it. I don't know if it even lasted a full season. I don't know if it was before its time. I think it was perfect for its time. Oh, well, so, uh, 
Mike Myers show, it's going to have Ken Young and uh, Keegan Michael Key in it. Nice. That's oh. awesome. They don't have a release date yet for it, do they? Uh, uh, Lilith, release date? Release date for what? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hang- I'm sitting with my cats. They're trying to get to my keyboard. If it wasn't for my cats. What's your cat's name? Um, the one that is directly um, being a bother, his name's Gigi, like from Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm. And then I have Tibbs um, to my okay. right, um, who is very large. Um, he's a big boy. And um, Tib is from uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower, which is a newer Studio Ghibli movie. So, okay, they were going to be um, Itachi this... and Sasuke, but so horror, horror and Ghibli—that makes sense. That checks out. Yeah, there you go. Anything nerdy. One thing I always do from now on: if I don't understand a reference, I assume yes. it's from an anime. That's probably a safe bet. Yes, that is a safe bet because, like, anime has blown up over like the last ten years, hasn't it? I was listen. I was in an anime club in middle school and high school. Like I was the girl that would show up in cosplay, and I was the weird girl. And now it's cool. Now it's cool to be into anime. Yeah, um, but exactly. I did. I did my like being in the early two thousands and like doing like guy online and that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. being like Vocaloid and all that. Like I love Hatsune Miku. I don't know. It was just a different time. I miss it honestly. It was probably really think- toxic and horrible, but. But I feel like you. I feel like if there's a way that you could try out or at least play through uh, unpacking, you would love it, because uh, the first the first level is her is her bed like first her her first bedroom not being shared. The second is her college bedroom or her dorm room, and then the next one is an actual apartment, and she has a sailor Venus cosplay <laughs> that she's working on in the main room. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, like, I, I think, came, I was like, I think yeah, my she's a cosplayer. Just Fuck yeah, the game. So, huh. um, I, I I will probably end up be purchasing it soon. So, <laughs> but but I do get your like your kind of like uh, a little bit before your time in a way because the same thing for me in high school it was like I loved comic books and everything like that, and now everybody pretty much knows every character that I liked. Oh like, yeah, I was, super I was mainstream. Like a comic book collector. I yeah. know, I know Bill. So, <laughs> so huh. I, I I grew up going to uh, Comics Exchange. So, <laughs> oh nice. So, yeah, you a friend? Do you still go? Um, not as often. Um, comic books is an expensive hobby. It really it adds up. Yeah. Um, so, um, back and forth. Um, my dad's name is Billy. Um, so, uh, like he. They're very well acquainted, but I've grown up. So um, I was more familiar with Bill when I was a child. And uh-huh. since I've gone as an adult, we don't recognize each other. And he's usually chatting to someone about something once I'm there. <laughs> I'm surprised that he doesn't look at, Yeah, no, Bill, uh, and he just had to move the store. Yes, yes. Yeah. I witnessed all of that. I, I um, The apartments that were right across the street, I lived there for like years and years and years. So. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. Were you there when the fire happened? Um, I saw it all happen on Facebook, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, but he's now he's sad. next. He's next to South Press, and she's really uh, she's a good neighbor for him to have out there. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it's a like that like whole like section down there is it's it's ideal. Mm. Going to get coffee and going to comics. Yeah, it's great. So fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good as long as you don't spill them. If you listen to one episode, Will, make sure you listen to the episode where Bill, well, where Bill oh. guessed it. You'll hear the greatest story ever about Boston <laughs> in the uh, in the dollar comics. Do you want to tell her the story, Boston? 
I'm, I'm good. It's everything's okay. fine. Uh, it's, it's, really well. it's, it's fantastic. What are we talking about? It's, it's worth so going good. to pull up the episode that listens to the story, though. All our episodes are worth listening to, Scott. You're not selling this, this specific one is really good. So now, one thing interesting. So speaking here, of uh, yeah, speaking of um, horrible situations. Yes. Uh, um, so typically on this show, like I do most of the um, like the scheduling of the the booking of the guests. Young Scott decided he wanted to step up today and do the booking, and that's I how Lilith came Young on the show. Scott. Young Scott, yes. Um, the time yes. being. And Lilith had one requirement, not requirement, but request. And that was request. that you wanted yes. to, what was it that you wanted to do, Lilith? Um, I, Resident Evil is what I know best. Okay. Um, I feel like if I talked to you guys about Stardew Valley forever, that would get really weird. Hey, I love that game, by the way. So Listen, It's so good. I'm working right. on 100% completion and I'm at like 99%, but the last You can actually complete that game? Um, yes. Okay. Um, you can keep it going forever and ever if you'd like, but there's like um, certain achievements. So like you kill a certain amount of people, you ship a certain amount of things, okay. and they count it as completion. Like you've essentially Wait, played the whole game. Kill number of people. Hold on a second. Yeah, Not what do you people, mean by that? Monsters. Like, okay. Did I say people? Ooh, you did. Are no, you playing some kind of serial no, killer version no, of the no, game? No, no, no. You kill monsters like, there's, in the mines. Some, spo- some spoiler territory we need to. We need <laughs> to spoiler territory. I don't. I feel like there's barely any spoilers unless like you're wanting to romance people in the game which i romanced everyone in my 100% completion file and nice. there's and if you do that and if you get if you um give them the bouquet which means you're like boyfriend girlfriend 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 whatever um if you do that with all of them you'll have cutscenes and if you have a lucky rabbit's foot in your pocket um it'll be good but if you don't it'll be like a bad cutscene and they'll all be mad at you for cheating on them and it's oh, like yeah. if you do have it it's like good and you like bring the town together and it's like weird Wait, how but, do you bring the town together by sleeping with all of it? It's like no one talks about it. Like you walk in oh. and they're talking about something else and then like everything's fine. Like you get away with it. Nice. Good to know it requires magic for polyamory to work. It isn't. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> as it does in real life. <laughs> you know, as long as everyone's happy. Tell me about it. And and the creator of that game has been really good about like free updates, right? Like tons of extra. One hundred and ten percent. So I originally played it. I paid like ten dollars and played it on iOS for like years, okay. um, and it's really good mobile. I really recommend that. Um, but eventually, I wanted to play it on Switch because they get the updates much sooner because um, he's doing it all himself. Um, so uh, you get all the free updates. Uh, the game's like massive. I can. Sp- be through it it like takes, takes me about a, like a month to get to being like in the millions and being able to like hustle hustle yeah. um but he, he he just announced a new game it's gonna take a few years for it to come out but the haunted chocolatier um <laughs> and it looks really good it looks amazing but he's he says he's working on multiple games at a time and he works on like the one he just announced like on like Wednesdays and weekends or something like that oh, um, okay. yeah and he's like and it's all in the Stardew universe because like there's a whole lore you just don't get a lot of details to it so we like know like geographic locations like what region we're in and like what's around us and I think you get to explore it a little bit more in the new game he's developing because they reference like a big city and like the big okay. cities referenced in the, the new game probably and, right. do you oh. and he still does this all himself or has he finally brought on people to help so he originally worked with, it's like a, it's a game to company like Chucklefish, Googlefish, something like that. Chucklefish, um, yeah. 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 They have a, another game that's out that kind of is like a similar like style in a way. 
Um, yes, uh, I think so. Uh, and uh, they like. I think there was a controversy about them using people's material and not crediting them or not reimbursing them for their um, like stuff. And so they split ways. So I think he's just completely independent, but he has to be making bank. Like everyone I know um, who's into Stardew Valley owns it on like three platforms. <laughs> yeah. And he's not sold the rights. Like uh, what's his face that did Minecraft, right? He's still yeah. like, basically still owned by him. And I know that guy became like a garbage person, but. Oh, he... Notch was always garbage. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the Stardew Valley guy seems super cool. Yes, um, from everything I've seen, um, he goes by Concerned Ape, um, and uh, he everything he's created has just been so delightful. It's so cool to like just have like an indie developer and like getting to see them be fully supported and just mm -hmm. do whatever they want. It's it's really oh, cool yeah. to watch because I've been oh, playing awesome. it for like just idly for years, um, and I just now recently got really back into it. It's like Animal oh. Crossing. Like it'll I'll go into like hibernation and then like I'll come back out of it and like it's the only thing I think about. Oh no! I get okay. that. I'm, go ahead. Uh, Chucklefish did uh, Starbound and Pathway and Eastward. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eastward is East, Eastward's one's coming up soon. I think yeah. Starbound was where the drama was. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean Starbound was effectively, uh, fuck, what was Terraria in space? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And that Starbound was supposed to have came to Xbox. Year for years now, and they kept saying it, but I don't know why it never did. Which now I'm like, wait a minute, did they did they also make Terraria? No, no. Oh, I but it, it, it is sure. Terraria in space. That's that's exactly what Starbound yep. is. Well, I thought you were saying Ferrari, and I <laughs> I had no idea. What I was mean, going on. yeah. If you really want to play Elon Musk, and want to be a, uh, <laughs> there you go. Ferrari yes. in space. Yeah. Well, going back uh, to why I wanted to bring Lilith on. Uh, so we uh, we both work together, uh, yeah. and we have a. You know, we have a team to chat, uh, and and uh, they're periodically we'll start, you know, a bunch of we'll start talking gaming and team chat, and uh, like I, and she would bring up a bunch of stuff, and I was like, man, this little knows her shit. <laughs> she would be a great guest. <laughs> it's all I really do. Like, um, we'll play what's new. Like, my my boyfriend's really into gaming, so we'll just play games together. And that's awesome. Like, if he doesn't play it, I'll play it, vice versa. Um, so like, especially with Resident Evil, like if I don't want to play through one of them, like he will do it. And I'll yeah, just, and you'll like, just watch him or he'll watch you. Yeah, because like um, in anticipation of eight, um, probably a few times we um, like did like full like just speed runs through like all of them, all of the nice. ones we could get our hands on. Yeah. Um, and so in like like five, which spoiler alert, five is my favorite, um, okay. which is controversial. But um, we've played five like so many times. Over we just five. go through Hold it and get all the asshole. stuff. Yeah, I think five <laughs> is misunderstood. Yeah. I do, but I think it just, it, I feel like it has a lot of heart and soul. Yeah, and I think it's my favorite by far. Yeah, I think five is better. Also played with a person because the... If you look oh, at you know, the girl, yes. she is horrible and will use all. I couldn't do it. I, I can't. I can't play five by myself. Like, See, because I originally played it when it came out, so I was like decently young, um, and I I just remember so playing it. But like going back and replaying it, it is pretty like yeah, pretty dank. Yeah, um, yeah. I got lucky because best friend of the show, Aylin, um, she had found some kind of weird cheat. Where she could duplicate every item, you just so I nice. basically joined her in her game. She duplicated every item and gave it to me. So as I was playing through Resident Evil Five, I didn't have to worry as 
the computer controlled character was basically wasting everything. Yeah. It's really easy to get infinite too. Um, I love games like that or like Dead Space 3. I like joined online. There's people still playing Dead Space 3 online, by the way. That's surprising. Um, And I joined on and like someone gave me this like gun that like had like literally so much ammo. Like I'd never had to worry about picking up ammo ever again. And I got to keep it when he left. Nice. So you've decided. I always love players like that. I, I do too. I like people that would rather be nice and not be trolls. Um, so five is your favorite. Boston, what is your favorite Resident Evil? My, hands, my favorite is the original Resident Evil 3. Okay. Wow, that's, a, that's, a that's good an answer. interesting choice. Nemesis is good. Well, uh, so well, yeah, it was kind of, it was just a weird, it, it was, it was like one of those, uh, it was just a weird time in my life. Okay. Uh, when I when I got it, and so it was, it's one of those like it was there for me, mm-hmm. uh, as well as it between it and Parasite Eve, were two of the times that I was like I am a better gamer than most <laughs> because I um I would I would go through like the Brady guides and stuff yeah. and find shit they missed. Really? Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, that's uh, awesome, I, man. I end up I remember with Par- Parasite Eve, I like I had I end up rewriting an entire. Uh, walkthrough that someone had posted wow. online because I was like, "This is all wrong huh. here. Do this instead." That's crazy. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil Three was fun also because I can't remember if you can. I don't remember if you can get all the upgrade if if you get upgrades from Mister X in two. But uh, I was always able to take out Nemesis <laughs> every oh, really? time. Every time we went toe to toe, I was able to take out Nemesis. And so I got all the upgrades <laughs> so quick. Oh wow! Because if, if in the original game, if you remember, yeah, if you beat if you can beat Nemesis when he arrives, you get like stupid powerful upgrades way faster than you're supposed to. Oh, okay. So you kind of like went over. So that probably helped a lot when you did. You try to do speed run on that game? No, I was okay. not a. It's I, a hard I game I, to speed run. Yeah. It's confusing a little bit. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm sure by I'm sure by now someone has come up with a, a hundred different glitches to yeah, sure. to bring it down to like what was it? I saw, what was the one I saw? Uh, Ocarina of Time is down to three minutes forty five seconds. So ridiculous! I saw what they did and it's like insanity. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but so in Resident Evil Three, the remake was a little controversial because didn't they cut a part of the game? The clock tower. Which is like crazy, like. And also, in the original, Barry picked you up at the end in the helicopter. I love Barry. Justice for Barry. He's not even in the new movie. Yeah, what's up with that? Has, was Barry in any of the what, of the Paul Anderson? I don't know. Evil movies? I, I can't confirm. It's been so long. Mm. I love Barry. All right, and Scott, what's your favorite? Well, my favorite isn't my favorite because it's the best of the series. It's okay. my favorite because of the memories I have of it. Like there, there was nothing like this at the time, uh, and I, I just had so much fond memories. And that's the very first Resident Evil. That's the very first game I ever played on PlayStation One. Oh, really? Uh, okay. The very first Resident Evil game, and yeah. as a kid playing that for the first time, it, it blew my mind. Uh, you know, like the FMV videos and all that. Didn't, yeah. didn't even care. You know, it, it was yeah. just. It was just such an amazing experience. Uh, so that that's my, I guess, favorite one just based on that. Uh, okay. I do have very, I, I, as far as my favorite game, probably, uh, just for pure enjoyment of the game, is probably four. Yeah. 
Fair. I, I adore four. Uh, and then also just for the, the freaky factor of playing Resident Evil seven in VR, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing I've ever played in VR compares to that. Fuck so that. I have three different answers for three different reasons. <laughs> I, that's a big note for me. I play Resident Evil seven without VR and it's frightened me. Oh enough. my God. <laughs> I, 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 I deal pretty well with, with horror stuff. Uh, yeah. It takes a lot to get me on the edge or like, but Resident Evil seven in VR. Mm, holy nope. shit. I, uh, nope. Um, and for me, I think my favorite one, and this goes back to like nostalgia, and it had like I thought one of the coolest scenes ever was yeah. Codename Veronica. Okay. Because um, yeah. there's a part in there where you end up like in the original mansion. Oh, right. And okay, it was it. so freaking cool when that happens. Because I think it's like you get to like a secret laboratory and it's all snowy, and you go inside, and once you're inside, you realize they've transported this entire mansion into this um this uh underground this headquarters it has one of the best stories in my opinion we think it really needs a remake that's what i was hoping they were going to do because they did maybe after four maybe well four they did is the oculus version a remake or is it and they they up the graphics right because i I might need to buy me an oculus quest they changed some stuff from what i've seen like some cutscenes are changed but it's more so just like they cut out some stuff um the graphics do look better but it would be really crappy to have a complete remake bbr yeah but it's been ported so many times i mean they probably just cut it for time yeah it's like one of those it's really good and i remember when it first came out it was like really ballsy of Capcom because they made it to where it was like a GameCube exclusive. <laughs> oh, I know. Long. Yeah. I and that, that was like when the GameCube was not doing that well. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, okay. So we know what our favorite ones are. Our favorite ones are. What Justice is your Steve. least favorite? I feel like there's only one right answer to this. <laughs> I think so too. Well, you go first, Lil. I feel like six is the worst. <laughs> that was gonna be By my, far. That was going to be my uh, pick too. Um, it just, they were really going for action. Yep. Um, and it, you know, it was really cool what they did with introducing like Sherry again. And I guess like trying like the Wesker son plot line was cool, I guess. But like, I don't feel like that's ever going to go anywhere ever. I feel like none of this is, none of six is going to be canon. (laughs) No, any game that relies on that many quick time events is just not good. (laughs) That was gonna be my pick. Hold up, too. you just said. Hold we up, y'all were just speaking the praises of four. I don't want to hear it. We love a four game. is good. But oh, it's a bunch late. of quick time events. It's not really. Yeah, you gotta you just slam square to get away from the boulder and. Yeah, but in this one, there's literally like one whole section one. where it's like ten minutes of you trying to survive a helicopter crash. That's all quick time events. No, six is really <sighs> worst. I guess Boston likes six, I and that's guess. okay, Boston. No, no, no. I no, no. Let's be let's be clear. I do not like six. <laughs> I'm not. De- I'm not. I'm not defending six. I'm simply saying, if your argument is about quick time events, I'm going to stare at you in that knife fight from four. Okay, yeah, so what you're good. doing is you're being a part of Resident Evil Nine Devil's Advocate. That's what uh, it is. Yeah, but that's okay. Yes. So what is what is your least favorite, Boston? Uh, I mean, six is definitely up there because of yeah. how far it deviated from the original path. Yeah, but personally, zero. It's a chore. Ooh, it is. That's mm-hmm. the one where you're stuck on a train, right? Mm-hmm. For yeah. And 
and and it retcons it retcons a lot of things that didn't need fixing, mm-hmm. or at least contradict ends up contradicting a bunch of stuff because that that's just a problem you run into with with prequels. Yeah, but, because you run back into you run into Rebecca in the first one, and Re- and she's mm-hmm. scared, and like it, it's not the same Rebecca. <laughs> and no, it's like and, this happened before, <laughs> and the mechanic of having to like like jump back and forth between the characters to like make sure that one of them isn't getting attacked while you're gone. Is... It would have been a better co-op experience. Yes. Like if they, if they could do it as a, as a full co-op, that would be amazing. Yeah. But eh. so you're not on the train the whole time. No, obviously I never beat it. I couldn't, I, I could hardly, I never got past the train TBH. <laughs> I never played six. What did you about zero? Did zero. You zero. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah! Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were about six still. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, 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 so if I had if I had played six, that probably be my answer. Uh, but I never did. Uh, but I of all the ones that I played, I hate to say this, little, but probably five was my least favorite. That's okay. <laughs> I feel like but, my I mine is a really hot take, like bad opinion. Like it, it's not the. But it's it's all. mostly because of the issues with the with the other character, like playing uh, playing by yourself. So the AI, the, the, yeah, it's it's yeah. not it's really the AI stuff, yeah. Yeah, I guess I got lucky enough to play all of them with someone else. So. Right, that, that, you're right. And I would have had a better experience about. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Scott is mainly mad because he was lonely then. And he exactly. Um, I always thought Five got a bad rap because there was also people that claimed that it was racist. <sighs> but they actually explained that in the game. That the Umbrella Corporation, when they zombified them, put them in those outfits to humiliate them. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, there's like a you know that how like the in the game, and that's the justification because you know if you're playing through the game, you find all those documents and everything, and uh-huh. that was in one of the documents. And you get kind you of find. additional lore in yeah. eight too, in regards to. I five. feel like oh, really in eight they have bars. I'm pretty sure, but they do kind of reference it. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Las Plagas. Ah, uh, Las Plagas. I, I feel like, though, that's a weaker argument than Quiet only wears a bikini because she's part plant. I also love Quiet. Wait, who is Quiet? Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about now. She's another one of my video game girlfriends. One of uh, the trainers at um, Radio Systems you're allowed Corporation. To, you're allowed to love her. It's a shitty argument. Yeah. <laughs> one of the trainers at Radio Systems Corporations goes to Dragon Con every year, and she dressed as quiet one year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought about giving it a shot. So, okay, so, we know, <laughs> so we know our best and our least favorite. What is our, and I guess for Lilith, it's probably going to be five. What is your um, the one that you think is underappreciated? Mm. Oh, um, I think Revelations Two. I really okay. like Revelations Two. It's just another like you have to play it with someone else. Um, and sure, like Mora, um, which is um, Barry's daughter, isn't that interesting of a character. Um, but like the co-op in it is so good and interesting. Like you're not like. Because, like, in five years, like, Chev and Chris are essentially, like, the same, like, strength-wise. Like, you shoot yeah. gun, you run. Um, but in Revelations 2, like, you have your own ability as a side character. So you're, like, aiding the other person 
like as player two. So I that element's really cool. I feel like Revelations as a whole, I wanted to put the first Revelations really low on my list. Yeah. Um, but then researching and thinking about it again, I think I actually liked it more than I give it credit for. <laughs> so Revelations in general, I guess. Now, where in the time uh, the timeline does the Revelation games fall? I don't know uh, chronologically, to be real. Um, okay. Revelations... One had to have taken place before five, I suppose. Okay. Um, I don't know about two. I don't ever know what Claire's doing. <laughs> she's just off having her own. She's she's, she's, doing, she's always doing something. Yeah, and the revelations are the ones that started as like portable games, right? Right. Um, for sure, the um first one I know was on DS. Yeah, I remember. That's where I think I played it. Um, you're on a boat. And. <laughs> I want a boat now. And so the Revelation games have now been ported over to like the systems. Yes. And they're good ports. Like, especially, um, I can't speak for two. I'm not sure what it was originally on. I could Google it, but, um, the first one, like knowing it was a DS game and playing it, um, it was, it was a beautiful port. It's a really good game. Um, like just visually, I guess. That's awesome. Um, Boston, what do you think is the most underappreciated one? I'm going to, I'm actually going to take a, uh, a, 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 an un a a a cheap a cheap shot honestly okay. code veronica i think okay i don't think enough people because of you know similar to how resident evil 4 was a gamecube exclusive uh because yeah. it was it started as a saturn exclusive uh until yes. they did code veronica x yep so like that was a game that like a lot of people just did not get a chance to to touch on and some of the, uh, especially the villains in Code Veronica were next level, in my opinion. Just yeah. real, real fucking creeps. Yeah. Um, and I, I, and again, I, 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 I'm, I'm a simp for Steve. So. Steve and uh, Billy. Mm, Steve and Billy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think I think that, that that would be that would be my, my my vote for most underrated. Yeah, and it's not been remade yet since it originally came out, like you said, the X version. Um, mm. What about you, Scott? Oh, it's probably going to be six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no, no I, 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 uh, I'm still going to go back to my original answer, and which is uh, the first one. Uh, okay. because, like, which version? You know, the, well, that's what, I, that's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm going to get into. Okay, uh, so, cool. <laughs> uh, e- even... Now it's better, obviously, of course, with you know the remakes and stuff. But even the original version for you know all the crap, all, all the flack they gets, you know, about the, the clunky controls and blah blah yeah. blah. And yeah, yeah, going back and maybe and trying to play it now with the original controls might be a little bit hard. Uh, but I still could do it and enjoy it. I I I just really think the original one was fan- fantastic for what it was back then, uh, yeah. and I could I could still play it. Although I would prefer to, to play with different controls, I can still <laughs> play with the original controls and still enjoy the game. Okay, God, I yeah. can't imagine how we ever made it through that because, like, when I know when you have the dogs coming after you, and you're like, only different back then, you know. Yeah, and you're having to do it. You're slowly trying to turn your ass around. <laughs> yes. Oh. yes. Well, when you, uh, I mean, I'm so happy they've got some of the the the, the auto one eight the one eighty controls now yeah. in some yeah. of the games, but. Yeah, no, you just had to figure out how to fucking do it, man. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. That's why I wish that they would do remakes of 
like the first two Tomb Raider games because I really oh loved my them. god right but the, the graphics the controls and just how ugly um, PlayStation One graphics did not age well. Um, no, no. It's like, uh, and I would love to play those two like remade with good controls. Man, I would, I would one, yeah, yeah. the second one has one of my favorite stages ever, where you're in that uh, sunken ship. Uh, oh yeah, unless yeah. under the whole under underwater stage, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought that was amazing. Um, but yeah, I think for me, my most underappreciated. I'm actually agreeing with Boston. I think it is Codename Veronica, which is kind of the one that's been lost in time. Yeah. Um, because it, it has the unfortunate of going between three and four. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, so to answer one of the questions that someone asked earlier, uh, Resident Evil Revelations takes place starting before Resident Evil 4 and ending a little after Resident Evil 4. Okay. Ah. So but the place both Revelations the same time. or just the first Revelation? Just the first one. Uh, okay. Revelations 2... Uh, takes place in at least in their universe in 2011, so five years later. Okay, wait, six years later. Jill so and Leon have year? never met. Wait, oh. what, what happened? Jill and Leon have never met. They've never met in any of the games, right? Uh, no. I think so. No, no I think you're, I think okay, you're right. So yeah, they've what, never met. <laughs> what was the last Resident Evil that Jill was in? Uh, oh. oh. Also, Barry Burton does appear in Resident Evil Retribution in the, in the Wes Anderson, W.S. Anderson universe. Oh, okay. okay. I love Barry. I would love for uh, Wes Anderson to do it. I want to say five. So five um, not, not, not including show? remakes, like, okay. in, like, chronological order. I'm pretty sure five. And Leon was last in six, right? Yes. Because seven and eight are, compl- I know Chris shows up in seven and eight. Yeah, um, but like Jill isn't referenced at all. I I, I love Jill. She's like my favorite part, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she's not like even referenced or anything. Um, I'm hoping she comes back because like I, she... I don't know. In five, they kind of wrote her out in a way. Like she's she's yeah. in rehab, recovering. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if there's uh if there's any if Resident Evil if they meet at any point in the games. Uh, although so far they they do meet in Dead by Daylight. Well. They... <laughs> Sure, awesome. sure. And I wonder, maybe they made <laughs> they like pyramid a, head there. Now is Jill Valentine in the new Resident Evil movie that's coming out this month? Yes. So that's exciting for you. Is she like the main character? Um, I don't think Claire is going to be the main character. I'm pretty sure in okay. the new one. Um, I like the casting. The casting was quite co- controversial, but I think the people that were like were uppity about it were just racist. Why were people it. upset about it? Um, because um. Jill's casting, um, she's a person of color as well as Leon. Um, okay. But, like, I mean, Jill was already supposed to be, like, half Asian. or Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Being yeah. white doesn't add anything to your character. It's so weird, so. especially their fictional characters. Um, yeah. There's people that are upset with the new Sandman that's coming up because Lucifer is played by um, Brianna from uh, Game of Thrones. And a lot of people got upset about that. But, like, Neil Gaiman, the creator of the book, said... In the comic, Lucifer was always fluid, mm-hmm. so it, it, it doesn't actually, matter. And from from Dave McKean's art, from Dave McKean's artwork, and other versions of Lucifer from Sandman, yeah, uh, she fits the role. Oh wait, like Brianna oh. Tarth? Yeah, Brianna yeah, Tarth. Uh, oh, Lucifer. I love her. Yeah, uh, Christine. I can't. Oh god, I can't remember her name. This is a really good cast for Resident Evil. Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker. Um, Neil McDonough as 
Birkin, Robbie Amil as Chris Redfield. This is a good cast. Yeah, it's a really yes. good cast. Um, I don't the, the in the trailer the CGI is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I I thought the trailer looked cool, except some of that CGI was. Gwendolyn Christie, fuck Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn I can't Christie. Yeah. I know names. You are good with names, Scott. What's the name of your favorite crush? Oh crap! <laughs> no, come on! I was trying to uh, sort give you redemption. <laughs> no, it's it's Milana. Her last name is what I can't pronounce ever. Oh. Van Vantrude. Vantrude. How Vantrude? can she be your tr- crush if you can't even pronounce her name? I think I think it's right. I think it's Milana Vantrude. Okay. Well, when you get married, you can you know maybe she'll go, so, maybe she'll take your last name. I I, 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 she, I I will take her last name and not even be able to spell it if, if I can marry her. <laughs> so I went after the uh, I went after the Jill and Leon me question. And okay. found a forum from 2014, where uh, as of as of then, within Resident Evil Six, there there is hinted that they may have met off off screen oh, in wow. between wow. games, okay. but they have yet to actually be in a game together. Although I hope in Resident Evil Seven there will be Leon, Chris, Claire, and Jill <laughs> also back <laughs> in Raccoon City. Crossed. Yeah, like oh. uh, good luck there. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Yes, it will be in Resident Evil 7. I was reading on their page and sites also, but I'm not sure for Leon S. Kennedy. It's like, oh, huh, oh, bad, you poor thing. Bad news. I guess with, like, the only good thing that happened with 6 is it was so critically and commercially panned that they basically restarted over from scratch with 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Yeah. I, I love the ambiance of 7. Yeah, it's so oh, good. Yeah. Um, what did he? Did anybody here ever play the demo for Seven? Uh, the, yes. The demo for Seven it has nothing to do with the. It's game. one of the videotapes later on. Yeah, you're basically. It's almost like an escape room. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So that way they didn't give away any of the story. Um, but it's like basically like an escape room. You have to find certain objects. Um. It's pretty cool. I think the it's demo one of like eight... Lucas's things. Like it's one of Lucas's rooms. Yeah, that you have to yeah. Have. yeah. Well, that's, and... I love. I love. I love games that do that. Yeah, that same. give you give you like the mechanics and a brief introduction in the in the pl- uh, in the, the the demo, but doesn't actually spoil the whole thing. Yeah, or because it's sometimes painful. Because I remember I played the demo for Seven, the remake, before it came out, and then when the actual game came out. I hated it because I had to trudge through that whole level again. This is well, valid. Yeah. Well, so uh, one of my favorite things though is if you can find some of the videos, mm-hmm. um, and you can go th- if you if you watch if you play out the videos and do them first, uh, it's actually possible to skip a whole bunch of like your your care like yo know, Ethan getting yeah. uh, have, going to have to go through that shit. shit. Okay. Because you finish it in the vi- you finish it in the video, and then you're like, "Oh, I already know the solution yeah. to this," and you just run right through it. It's pretty much a demo of what you're going to be doing later. <laughs> like, okay. here's the puzzle. Oh, here's the puzzle. And if you like did the extra legwork, you don't have to stress it. So or was, Google it. So has everybody here played seven and eight? Yes. Uh, I've only played the demo of eight. Okay. And the demo, I think, is different than the game itself, too, right? Like, the demo, you're trying to get out of the castle. You see a lot of the castle. It's you just know, kind of like a... I think there's three different areas to play in, in the demo on eight, or two two or you, three ones. 
Because I was uh, outside the castle and inside at one point. Okay. You play as you actually you play as one of the girls because I remember I you one of the items is related to her. Yeah, when the, one of the first items you get is uh, off the the creeps in the dungeon is her necklace, meaning that she fell to the fell to Dim, uh, Dim, Dimitrescu. Okay. And Which, the guy that you first run into with the shotgun in the very beginning, that first jump scare, I think yeah. that's supposed to be her dad too. I think he he's wearing like yeah, I think it's like related. Okay. So that might not be accurate. <laughs> like Scott, I haven't played eight. So for you two that have played seven and eight, which of those two do you like better? Um, I personally um enjoy seven more. Um, okay. but just because I like the Baker family so much. Um oh, the monsters awesome. the, the monsters in eight are better. Um I still wish there was like more variety, but they're I mean a gave you a little bit more variety, but I think eight's beautiful, and I think the story's good-ish. Um, but I don't I was, know. Seven's so charming to me. Yeah. I was about to ask, uh, who, uh, Ryan, have you finished eight? No, I haven't. So we're going to try to steer okay. around spoilers if we can. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. Um, so so no no spoilers. You can do spoilers if me and Scott can leave the room for a second. Well. Um, I don't think spoilers are necessary, really. Well, how how did you how did you feel about the ending? Hopeful, I guess. I'm really interested Hopeful? to see what comes. I mean, I was sad. Okay, but more the I, I more of this. I guess the the big the big twist was uh, what I meant was like because I I'm a, eh. similar similar to similar to my opinions on Game of Thrones. I was okay with it. Because, like, oh, yeah, that checks out. Like, yeah. I can see where a lot of people think it's a cop-out, but I was like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, like, disappointed or anything. It just kind of felt right. Okay, okay cool. cool. I think me and Scott were on the edge of our seats the whole time, like, worrying that something was about to be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think, Ron, it's time for you now to have our own private conversation real quick. Yeah, I think it's That's time what... for me to actually play it, because I've had it on my PlayStation 5 since it me launched. You should, you should play it. It's just, Definitely. it is a... Also, uh, go ahead and get all the goats in the first run because there's so no Lily, reason you, not you to. You have uh, your rankings of all your Resident Evil games from yeah, first run. I kind of want to hear this ranking. I do too. I do too. Um, it changes every time I went and revisited it. I have well, well, what, that's what is the strength of a good based ranking. On, that means based you're on your last experience. Yeah, well, what is it now? Um. Okay, so th- give me a sec because this is going to change as I'm going to start. From the, let's start from the worst and go to the best. Okay. Oh, worst a lot. Best. Okay. Okay, yeah. so we we know that um, six sucks. Um, yeah. I originally was gonna say Revelations was the the next suckiest, um, but I actually think Revelations two is suckier than it, and okay. then the first Revelations, okay. and then three, three remake. It was just kind of disappointing. Um, it's a really good like speed run, but I don't know, it wasn't what it could have been. Yeah. Okay. Um, zero. Um, Code Veronica. And then the original, like, 96, uh, Resident Evil. Uh, okay. And then I have the both the remake and the original Resident Evil 2, like, together. They're, like, a neutral in my head. They're, like, the okay. same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then 4. Um, 4 is also kind of a neutral for me. Uh, then 8. Then Nemesis. And then the 2002 Resident Evil remake. And then seven, and then five. Okay, that's a strong okay. list. And you know, 
it's interesting because we haven't really spoke about two, which I think was always people had a soft spot for two, didn't they? I mean, I wish that they, because like the A and B kind of format of the story, it doesn't work. Like one of mm. them cannot be a, the real story. Which one do you think is the real story, Leon? I want to say Claire, because you're supposed to play Claire first. So, so two introduces us to Leon, Claire, and Ada, right? Right. And also, yes. what's the meat thing that you can be? Tofu. 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 The tofu levels, yeah. And they reintroduce yeah. that again. Yeah, uh, which is... Such I've never been good enough for anything like that. <laughs> okay, I've... Not either. What about you, Boston? You're a good Resident Evil player. Uh, it, so it turns out it's... Uh, so once upon a time, I used to I used to do live action role play. Once upon a time, that, I was I laughing at something alarm. else. I was laughing at a joke. And that I thought of. Well, how uh, can we say it, Ryan? In this in this LARP, one of the classes you could play was a monk. Okay. And I I decided to play monk for a bit because one of the abilities you had is you can catch projectiles. You are allowed to catch you know if you can catch arrows or thrown weapons uh without doing damage to yourself anyone else if they try to catch an arrow they just lose the, you, know, you get hit that's yeah, damage yeah, yeah. yeah but as the monk you could you know you could catch them and so i kept trying to practice catching the arrows and eventually one of my buddies who've been doing it for a while longer was like hey listen practice dodging the arrows <laughs> if you happen to catch one good job <laughs> but you should still practice dodging them first, not letting trying to like catch them like a football in your chest. Yeah, what? tofu's the same way, in my opinion. Okay, a lot of people tried to to do tofu as a oh, I got a knife, so I'm gonna knife everything. No, 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 don't get touched. Run away. <laughs> don't don't try to engage with anything. Just run like hell. So <laughs> and you'll do fine. So back on the LARP for a second, because I have a question. Oh, no. So where they throw, like, like nerf arrows at you? Okay, so. Uh, or was it the bird seed package that they did fireballs and stuff with? We we did, so for spell packets, we did foam. Okay. We did not do bird, we did not do bird seed. Okay. And uh, there were throwing daggers and javelins that were well padded. Okay. But we also had arrows, which you had to, I think you could not use more than a 35 pound bow. Oh, God. Uh, and then <laughs> the arrows themselves had to, uh, let me see if I remember correctly, you had to take the flat arrow, take a penny, tape the penny to the head of the arrow so that it had a wide, um, it wasn't uh, just, it had a, had a wider spread. Yeah. Then, there had to be like an inch and a half of camping foam okay. on the front. Yeah. And then wow. enough on the back to like kind of help taper it off. It's elaborate. How did you guys avoid and, any Alec Baldwin type situations? <laughs> uh, sometimes sometimes it happened. Uh, there was one oh, there was one day that uh, a penny a penny shifted because uh, they just didn't make it didn't, didn't make it right. And uh, one of our one of our players who was wearing chainmail took the arrow to the shoulder, called out, called out, you know, point for, you know, saying that you know lost one point of armor, and then all of a sudden realized the arrow didn't fall. 
Oh, God. oh no! And she reached up, pulled it out, and yeah, it, it had the penny had like shifted inside, and the the shaft had gone into the chain. Like it didn't it didn't go into her, okay. but like it stuck in the chainmail. And she's like, oh, thank huh, God, okay. that's not. Dang. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, yeah, if we, I get stabbed with an arrow, I'm not going to be shouting out points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be shouting out fuck you all. Yeah, usually we were pretty lucky on that regard. Yeah. I've heard of I've heard of people not so lucky, but at least at our parks, we were pretty lucky in that regard. If only, the Warp Squad the, takes a trip knee, to the ER. The, the <laughs> there was that, a. That's what we say. We we had we we've had to be our visits. Uh, huh. There was. Uh, there was one day. Actually, the guy who taught me how to taught me how to dodge the arrows uh, was trying to avoid another player, and we there's just been a big storm the day bef- the night before, and so there were some trees that were uprooted, mm-hmm. and he he forgot the, you know, how the, the the new layout was trying to run away backwards, tripped over one of the branches and went temple first into one of the logs, and like. We we he didn't move for a good minute and a half. Oh shit! And we were getting ready to call the. Call, he, he he. I guess he heard us calling the the ambulance, and he was like, "No, no." <laughs> we're like, "Okay, <laughs> you sure?" Uh huh. Oh my god. Uh huh. Ambulances are okay. expensive. Okay, yeah, they are. Which, All right. Uh, you find out. Well, I feel like now. Did he lose consciousness for for a minute? Was he totally out? Uh, if 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 he was. He he definitely was not responding for at least at least sixty Jesus. seconds. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, but I get it. Like um, a lot of people now take Ubers to the hospital yeah. because it is cheaper than an ambulance. Um, That's horrible. It's very much so horrible. Uh, the reason I knew about the birdseed stuff was there was a documentary on Netflix about an LARPing camp where people every year would go to this camp and they would basically uh, pay to have the whole camping grounds and areas area to themselves and would spend like a long weekend basically playing their RPG they created. And it's fascinating watching because a lot of them have been doing it for so long that their characters married in the game world and they married in real life. And if their characters died, in the game, like they were playing, that character was completely dead, and you had to basically burn, uh, I guess, the card or whatever that you made with your character. And there was real emotion when characters died. You die in the game, you die in real life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's fascinating. Got the to, in the game. Yeah, when I used to work at US Cellular, um, we were at one part in this thing called the Fishbowl. And outside across the street was the U.S. Cellular soccer field. And there would be people that would come in the afternoon and do some LARPing. And it looked fun. I mean, I don't think I would ever do it, but I, I, I don't judge it. What made you get out of it, Boston? Uh, there, was some per- there was personal drama, and I stopped having as much time on the weekends to go out. Um. But pr- primarily, there was some there was some personal drama between me and some of the other players, okay. which like now is all water under the bridge. But yeah. at the time, I was I was real sensitive about it, so I was like, yeah. and I, I remember I tried to come back. I tried to come back a couple times, and it it's that weird spot where like it it felt like the the group had moved on. Aww. Like there was a, there was a whole new a whole new generation, 
that was yeah. there and there was a different feel to it and i just wasn't i like, it's not that i didn't feel necessarily welcome i just felt like even more of an outsider so i was like mm-hmm. uh y'all good i'm, I'm i'll i'll i may stop back in every now and then yeah it probably but. happens in any kind of like does have you felt like that's happened since you've started kind of putting your toe back into the comedy scene Oh, absolutely. I fucking hate it. <laughs> it feels so bad. It feels so bad. Just like, uh, th- th- there's definitely some, like, on one hand, I, I want to stay away from it just because it's like, I don't, I- I'm, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. But there's definitely also that point of, I sense that, I sense a disturbance in the force. Uh-huh. I sense that there are edgelords that are going to try and, uh, you know, just, just being assholes for the sake mm-hmm. of being assholes. Yeah, and so like I want to show up more often just to be like, "Yo, we don't do that here. Stop it." And I think that's needed because I hope that a lot of the comics there are doing good at like kind of keeping the rooms guarded and safe. And though that's probably not the words I really want to use there, but for the most part, uh, yeah. a lot of, a lot of the people who are in charge are doing real good jobs. Which is again why I feel like I, I want to be there. Yeah, I want to be there as backup, but like they've got it. I, okay. Yeah. And I'm also in that weird spot of I, I still I still have that same doubt of like how how much how much more do we really need a white man's opinion on this subject? Like let's no. just just how much do we really need? <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I noticed too that's really good is like uh, even like five six years ago most of the shows were produced by by men. And now you do see a lot of shows that are being produced by females and they still have male comics on them too, but they are being produced more like female produce producing is happening a lot more in Knox comedy right now. Yes. Yeah. I think they have uh, Mo Vaughn is going to be at the end of the month, which is awesome. Mo, Mo Vaughn. Mo, wait, is it Mo Alexander? Is Mo that, Alexander. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Baron Vaughn and Mo Alexander. <laughs> uh, and the cool thing, Scott, you may know this, um, Mo Alexander has a possum that now um, uh, answers emails. So uh, <laughs> I sent, I had the possum send um, our friend Alex yes. a, uh, an email from the possum. So now, because yes. Alex for some reason loves possums, I think they're oh, evil creatures. Um, but she loves them. So now she's a pen pal with a possum. I'll bet that made her day, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he's, I think, going to be at the end of the month, and I think Gil is doing that show. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, so to wrap up the Resident Evil, though, um, what do you think of the movie series, Lil? <laughs> um, I grew up watching them. Um, I really don't think of them often. They're not a good representation. Um, yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson just wants to put his wife in stuff. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see the resurgence and see what they're going to do with it, but I really am going to keep my expectations like very low and just go in with an open mind. Okay. It's not made for like crazy Resident Evil fans. It's like it's made for the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. They just got weird. It's kind of like in the same camp as like the Silent Hill movies. Like it's the same idea, but it's just like it does. It's not the same like spirit, I guess. <laughs> I think I really dug the first Silent Hill movie. They were okay movies, but like in regards to like honoring a franchise, I guess. Yeah, that's another thing that just shows the popular Resident Evil. Like, there's not many horror franchises, video game wise, that have survived this slum. Like Silent Hill is pretty much dead because Konami doesn't do anything with games anymore. 
Um, it's a shame. I, I've heard I've heard rumors they're 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 backtracking on that, but it's just rumors so far. But I if Hideo love... Kojima isn't involved, I mean, yeah, yeah. fair. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah, they just don't do um... same with Metal Gear. There was like oh, a series that came out when um, Xbox first started. I can't think of the name of it, but it was like a first-person um, horror game, and they did like two of them that I thought oh, the original were... Xbox. Yeah, I just can't think of the name of them, but they were gory. They were like psychological. They just fucked with your head. I can't think of what they Man were. Manhunt? No, not Manhunt. Manhunt was a little too dark for me. Um, <laughs> what was? I can't think of it. There was like two of. Can't them. think of it either. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, those games, I'm surprised, I just wish they, well, maybe because I can't remember the name of it. Maybe that's the reason why they don't do them anymore. <laughs> which, um, which was it again? Time ago, though. It, was like, it was for the original, I believe it was for Xbox one and there was two of them. Um, and I think it was like a first person view and like, condemned. Uh, maybe condemned was condemned. Yeah. I think it was condemned one and two. I thought those were excellent. Uh, I think yeah, so. Is it, probably, it the... probably was condemned. Okay. It's, uh, or or the suffering maybe not the suffering but I know that one okay so it's probably just condemned I think it was condemned um, and I thought those were excellent games and fear I think was really good too yeah oh fear I have a was great for, uh, Lilith oh yes. okay all right barring any Resident Evil game yes what is your favorite all time survival horror game it can't, be, it can't be anything anything that cannot be any Resident Evil games oh goodness um. Hmm. Cause it's, that's really my meat and potatoes. Cause like, uh, my partner, Kevin really wants me to get into silent Hill and it's not mm. really my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, psychological horror. I do. Cause we just started visage or visage. I, I hear people say mm. different things Dang. and I really enjoy it. Um, but like those, they come and go so quick. I feel like they're like, there's not so many series that are just so long lasting like Resident Evil. And that's yeah. what I need to get really into something is like, oh, I, I need you. multiple games. I need kind of like characters that I can follow along with. Yeah. And like, I don't know. There's just certain games that just really don't do it for me. I feel like a lot of the other games I play are cozy games, but I don't know. Horror is just always the most interesting thing coming out usually. So yeah. you guys have like, it's funny you mentioned Visage because we were talking about it in our little uh, chat thing that we have for the show. Um, I made a great mm-hmm. salon visage joke that nobody <laughs> got, which made me sad. Oh, we got it. Okay, good. Okay. So oh, that's more. Oh, I, don't, I even saw it. <laughs> Damn. Um, what is visage ex- exactly? Um, I would say it's very akin to what PT was. Um, I agree. The first person um, oh, experience. It's oh, like it's, so it's a it's a game, but like I don't know, like you really have to, you have to have a like a walkthrough with you the whole time, and it's just more so like maybe that's my problem. I don't have, I don't have that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, you have to have a walk. I don't know how people go without it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was I saw I saw a few let's plays when it first came out or when it first came in early access, and that was a big a big thing. They were like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> And with a lot of those games, it's like that. But I also don't like games where I have to have, like, an aid like that, Um, which um, Kevin and I, the way we were playing it, it was he was controlling the character, and then I was reading the walkthrough. And the walkthrough, I can't remember which website it was, um, one of the first few hits on Google, but it was very well written. So if there was a jump scare coming up, it would say, like, instead of, like, telling you, it would be, like, 
make sure to look close like you're or you'll <laughs> miss it and like so like you're like really into it too oh. so it's, it's a re- it's also kind of a good two-person experience as well because i awesome, get really yeah. taken out of games if i'm having to like google it and go on ign and like see like what i do yeah. next yeah i try to like if i get stuck in a game i don't i don't I'm losing mind audio going to like guys. youtube or something you. but i try to be very careful how i type in my search so that way i don't get anything else spoiled like i don't want to get stuck in a game some games it doesn't matter to me Is like anybody else losing audio? uh i can hear everybody i can hear everyone I just I, lost completely, almost complete audio of everything you just said, and part of what uh, Little just said. I don't know. I'm okay. not sure if it's me or it uh, me. Can, can you hear everybody now? I can now. Okay. Yeah, I I heard it. Lilith was talking like trash about you. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I was. I was really than that. I'm, I'm sure. She said Scott is the Resident Evil Six of humans. <laughs> oh, oh come now! I was like, "Damn!" Um, Damn. One horror I didn't game. Realize I lost audio that much. One horror game that I've started playing recently. I'm playing it on the Switch, and I'm playing it with headphones because I've just discovered how cool playing games with headphones can be. Um, oh, is it's, Alien it's a, it's Isolation? No pun intended. Oh yeah, Alien Isolation um, looks really good, but it. I think it might be a little bit too scary for me. It's terrifying. Um, it is. <laughs> Because they you, make the you, alien a big deal. It's not like that dumb new aliens game that came out where you can basically kill the aliens like by yawning. Oh this, yeah, like they're like they're ants. Yeah, this one is terrifying. And I I I will go so far as to say I would I was I was do not play it if you don't have a headset. And because okay. it's it's a different game. Uh, yeah. That makes it scarier. Oh <laughs> I, so I, much more. Yeah, I think it's like what was that game that came out? It was done by Ninja Theory, where you play as the girl that has the she's schizophrenic. Hellblade. Oh, okay. Sacrifice. Yes. Hellblade is yes. another game that's uh, you need you to have, have headsets have to that for that one. Yes. yes. And if you if you can sprint, if you can get like either the PS5 3D headset or a surround sound headset. Mm. Oh, it is so good. Oh, just the. I don't know how many times I flipped. I had to flip around because I thought something was sneaking up behind me, yeah. and then I'd hear yeah. the voices like laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah, it it's, was... it's just incredible how much a great headset can can or or surround sound can just make a huge difference in gaming. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. It's uh, so immersive. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel oh, I'm I'm so happy when I invested in the one. I got the the Logitech Pro X. Yeah. And just playing uh, Warzone and Apex and being able to hear like, oh, they're coming in from. Like they're they're up above me. Oh, they're coming mm-hmm. down from this way. Like, oh, so nice. <laughs> and of course, I really dig the games that are being done by the uh, company that did Until Dawn. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've. I've not played all of the new anthology series that they're doing, but I they're really very dig. Good. Yeah, I really dig that company. I love that style of game. Yeah. Like it's akin with like Detroit Become Human and all of that. Um, yeah. Uh, heavy rain like oh, i yeah, love to like rain, choose yeah. your own adventure game and it's like i guess telltale too like that game company yeah. like yeah. those those i feel like that kind of rpg element like moving forward because in the new guardians of the galaxy game it's like that too you know you like choose your own adventure you choose your own like what's going to happen next like i yeah. feel like that's going to be like a lot more oh, i didn't realize that's how it played okay that's awesome I, oh I, I yeah 
play the game. I here. saw like one in the trailer where you have to pick if your guys are gonna if you're gonna sell Groot or Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, okay. I would recommend watching the first twenty minutes of it on YouTube, yeah. um, and it gives you a really good idea. But like your like what you say really affects outcomes and stuff like that, and what That's you awesome. do in relationships with characters. And you said um, that the game is really good too. Right? Very good, very good. Um, there's some of the like dialogue and like cutscene moments um, can be a little bit long, but like. From what I um I watched Kevin play it, but from what I've seen, um, it's very good in the gameplay. He very much enjoyed um, because like the Marvel Avengers game that just came out, the other Square Enix games yeah. like a joke. It's I think the story stuff is fine, but all that um, what is that kind of genre called? Uh, games, games as, as a serv- service is just garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the games of service stuff in that game is ridiculous. Of course, I have to play it because in um, 25 days, the Spider-Man stuff comes out for it. Right, oh, of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> so and you play the pumped. Black Panther when it came out and all that, yes. and you play for the story, but like you don't, you're not coming back to it in between. You're not coming back to it. I mean, I got on there today just so I can kind of like grind for some credits so I can make sure I have credits to get all the Spider-Man costumes and I unlocked Captain uh, Cap Wolf, which made me so happy. Oh, uh, wow. There was a story in the '90s where Captain America gets turned into a werewolf, and <laughs> this generation has just somehow discovered Cap Wolf. They've made a Cap Wolf Funko, and now they have a Cap Wolf uh, skin for the Avengers game, um, and it's wow. fantastic. Uh, well, so I guess speaking of yeah, speaking of games as a service, I uh, I did fall back down into the '76 hole. Oh God, Boston! Do we need to go back into? Some I think it got better you? over time, right? <laughs> uh, it has, and a friend of mine is getting back into streaming, and so he talked me back into it. Although I am, I'm kind of happy that the game is a little self-aware because it trolled me the other night <laughs> for oh, uh, Fallout '76. Uh, it trolled me the other night because there was this one, there's this one quest that you could grind out a whole bunch of equipment from. And a bunch of people used to do it over and over. And if you do this one quest line, if you had done that quest, it gives you extra options because you're like, oh, I know these people. I've, I've worked with them a lot. <laughs> and then you, you, meet the, you meet the head of the company. She's like, well, if it isn't my best worker, did you ever get that backpack? <laughs> Which was one of the items you were, gr- you were grinding for. I'm like, piece of shit. Listen here. That's what I hear about all the games. It's so, an it player based well. So one of the funny things and why I'm excited that Boston is trudging back into Fallout 76 now is when we used to have, when our show used to be called DLC Respawn, um, I think every episode Boston was bitching about Fallout 76 about something. He had such a love-hate relationship with that game. He'd be like, I think, I think even my first guest, when I was first alone as a guest, I think he did. Uh, yes. I, I, I think yeah. So. yeah, Yeah, that was deep in his, where he was figuring out if him and Fallout seventy six were right for each other, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Um, well, after after it betrayed me on day one, I was like, I was so suspicious, but I kept giving it chance after chance after chance. Yep. So I think we're doing good here. We're kind of sliding into like what we're playing right now. So that's what you're playing right now. Boston is back in the seventy six. Uh, that and uh, been trying out some other stuff on the Game Pass. Uh, tried out Age of Empires four. Yeah, game. Time. It, it is a game. <laughs> um, well, that, so it has a lot of it has a lot of cool stuff that I wish other real time strategy games had. Yeah. Uh, to like kind of streamline building, but it still ends up being 
at the end of the day, it ends up being a real-time strategy game, and I'm like, oh, right, I don't actually enjoy... <laughs> I don't enjoy this slog. Crap. And See, my, my whole thing about it is I, I do enjoy those type of games, and I've loved Age of Empires. Uh, so I, I, I played this one. I guess I was expecting it to, to be a lot different, but it's it's pretty much the same game. Uh, maybe a, a few things that they've, they've added, but also I don't know if that's really a bad thing because I do yeah. like the series. So, yeah, I... I I, I like it, but I I I expect I think I was going to expecting it to be a lot different. Um, well, but if if you love the uh, old Age of Empires, you're gonna like it. Well, that's actually a question I had since you've played the other Age of Empires. Yeah. Um, the whole building your placing your buildings closer to your resources was that always a thing? I don't re- see it's it, I don't remember it being that way before. Uh, it, but I'm, it's it's been a, it's been a long time since I've played them. But I don't remember that being the case. Because that that was always that was one thing that I I, I really liked about Age of Empire, or at least about Age of Empires Four. Because yeah. usually in most most RTSs, you have a node somewhere on the map that you right. get resources from, and you have to go click on that resource and either set up a shop there to then bring it back to the camp, yeah, or build a build a you know, just have to send people to there and then back to the, the base base camp. And so unless you have enough resources to build a whole new base camp. Nearby, oh, are you, are you talking about like, maybe I misunderstood you. Are you talking about like, like, you know, if you, if you're, just, if you're getting wood and you have to, you know, you build a lubber camp there right next to the wood. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, always, so that, been, that's always been a thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. That, that is something, that is something I wish more RTS has had in them. Yeah. The, the ability to, place the deposit you know where you're depositing yes. the resources yes. closer to the resource so that it doesn't Absolutely. take as long yeah that that is that has been the age of empire things since day one okay i, I bet you still be asking me that's my fault well so. in that case age of empires greatest series ever <laughs> i heard somebody say that the one thing they liked a lot with the new age of empire was the docu-series feel it has to it like it has the whole opening where it's like basically like a show on history channel um, uh, I can see that. Or they're yeah. talking about, yeah, because that's something new. And Feels a little the narrator through the game too, right? As you're doing your game playing, right? Like she comments on stuff that you're doing. Maybe think yeah, I think through the tutorials, like I think it's <laughs> I didn't play through all of them. I think on through the tutorial modes, I think they do. But when you're actually playing the regular like skirmish modes or whatever, I, I, uh, it's not like that. But I don't know how okay. that happens. So she just come in there and go, and this is the part where Leon fucked up. Uh, it feels it feels very yeah it does it did feel, feel very david attenborough like okay yeah and here we have the the burgeoning empire and it's a, as they gather their resources and it, eat their sheep. it's a huge game right like 120 gigabytes 132 jesus yeah that sounds about right which is crazy because it's a real-time strategy game i'm wondering if it, that's why i was wondering if it was all the docu-series stuff i, I guess uh, that that has to be part of what's what's making it so huge. i mean i can't think it, of why it's that big i mean graphically it was impressive compared to uh some other sure. some oh, strategies yeah. like i know some uh i think like humankind mm-hmm. uh i messed around with it for a little bit and i know it it went with sort of simpler cel-shaded graphics to save on space okay whereas okay. uh those the little little models look pretty detailed for Age of Empires. Okay, so it's Game Pass, right? So it's really 
it's yep. it's Game Pass on, on uh, uh, only on PC, PC only Game Pass, which I think it's only on PC to begin with anyway, right? Like it's, it is, I think yeah, it's it is. The consoles, okay. Right, no, no, it's not. Yeah, hmm. worth it, I guess, for the freaking fact that you guys aren't really paying for it. No, exactly. I, I mean, that's, <laughs> not, not that's nothing that I like about Game Pass is you don't have to pay for two different things. If you get yeah. Game Pass, you get PC and uh, Xbox. Yeah. Were there any other ones that you were playing, Boston? Uh, let's see. I played Unpacking for a little bit. That was fun. Um, I've just about finished Subnautica's nice. actual, the actual missions there. Okay. And what was the other one I just picked up on Epic that was like... Was it that yeah. card game? Uh, oh yeah, I, I I did buy Inscription. I did go ahead and buy Inscription because yeah. holy shit, that game is amazing. Yeah, um, I, I was list, I was hearing, I was uh, listening to another podcast earlier, and they were raving about that game. Yeah, it especially because it reminds me. It reminds me a lot of uh, there was a game once upon a time called Magic: The Gathering: Duels of the Planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. And it was that sort of old school, like trying to put a story to magic. Okay. And uh, I always thought it was, I always thought that was kind of cool. And so that kind of that bringing it back and making it sort of a found footage type horror. Uh, there's something just a little little off going on beneath the surface type stuff. Yeah. Because um, the guy who did it uh, also did Pony Island and uh, the Hex, which are other other great games that like. They, it, it, it's very genre bending. Yeah. And um, I read but, something that said it's like crazy too, like the kind of like the, the deeper you go in the game, like the stuff in the real world, because like one of the characters in the FMV sections of Inscription has his own YouTube channel. Yes. You are, you are following the story. That, so the story is that you are a character. You are a, you are, you are the lucky Carter. You are a YouTuber who found this floppy disk. Like he, he, he found he found old old copies of the first edition of Inscription, the card game, and one of the packs was opened, and there were in uh, geo coordinates on it, and so he goes to that location because apparently it's within a couple miles of his house, and digs up a floppy disk, and the game you are playing is him playing that floppy disk. Hmm. And so it cuts back to scenes from him getting contacted by the company going, there is no such thing as this game. Whatever you have, please give it to us. And uh, don't worry. To which he's like, that's hella sus. Hmm. Uh, And then uh, one of the representatives from the company comes out to meet him. And then I think she winds up, like something bad happens to her at some point. Like it just, the video's... You can you can unlock a whole bunch of different videos that he's been shooting in the background, and it's it's a fascinating secondary story to unravel. It sounds amazing, and unfortunately, right now it's PC only. PC As of only. right now, yes. Yeah, they but, haven't announced any like console uh, that it's even going to come to. I imagine it will now because it's Devolver Digital, and it's blowing up right I, now. I don't know. Did Pony Island ever come to? console i don't think so let me have my hope okay okay yeah i just want to have some hope because i don't have a gaming pc so i can't play it also shoot your hopes (laughs) and dreams away man yeah um what about you scott what are you playing other than age of empire uh i mean yeah visage uh age of empires um what else new 
still crafted a Hearthstone. I, I gotta stop <laughs> playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> have you started playing Mercenaries yet, or just still regular Hearthstone? I've I have dabbled into Mercenaries. I it's I, I don't know, man. It's a little hard for me to get into that mode. Okay. Uh, it it's been pretty it's divisive. Okay, mm. uh, but they, they've got it's weird. Like it's it's. You you have to grind so much in mercenaries. Like if you want to be competitive and and multiplayer at all at any sort of way, and then they have this weird thing where if you if you sign into if you try to queue in for a multiplayer game, they try to match you with someone based on what your skill level is, and then half the time you're you're matched with a uh, computer because they they can't find somebody on your level. So you're 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 trying to play multiplayer and you're you're just playing an AI bot. Okay. So it's 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 not they, they got some kinks to work out in mercenaries right now. Okay, fair. Yeah, right. it's it's okay. It's fun if you if you don't mind grinding out, get a bunch of stuff. Not playing, you know, doing single player stuff. But mm. I kind I kind of stopped playing. And went back to regular mode myself. You always have that. One day I'll play it. One day. One day, oh, yeah. you're, gonna play, you're playing it. You're gonna be playing it live hey, on, on, on the Scott, podcast. I'll be seeing you and Ryan Waller tomorrow. I will. You can show it to me. Okay, but you've got to play it, though, for the first time on the podcast. I can play it on the first time on the podcast, but you can show it to me tomorrow and kind of let All me right. understand what I'm doing. Uh, I will do that. Lil, will do are that. you playing anything other than Guardians? Um, Knockout City, which is also on Game Pass and is free for PlayStation Plus. Okay. Um, Wait, what's it, it called? Knockout City? Knockout City. Um, and it is... Um, oh, you get a free uh, week's trial if you also don't have any other subscriptions, but it's okay. like dodgeball. Um, and uh, typically we play three v three, and it's really good. Um, I've never like finished a, like a season pass for any game before. I'm not like a Call mm-hmm. of Duty gal um, for the yeah. most part. Like I'll dabble, I enjoy it, but like not like hardcore and multiplayer. But this game's multiplayer is really good. The character customization is really interesting, and um, what's really cool about it is like. Um, you'll get character customization items no matter what gender you are. And there's a lot of customization items for like different races and stuff like that, different hair textures cool. and stuff like that, which is really cool. neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just a really good game. And um, everyone on the Facebook pages are like, is this game dying? And it's it just, it just came out like this, like last year or this year. It hasn't been out for very long. Uh, you said it's on Game Pass, right? It is on Game Pass, and Knockout City. Um, it's an EA game, yeah, and it's a dodgeball game. Um, I do play it for a little bit. Yeah, and it's hard to it's a it's a learning curve, um, but once you get it, it's pretty addictive. Um, yeah. I'm like it, I'm like fun. third I, I, prestige or something. I'm like gold tier right now. Nice. So yeah, and I, I'm gonna try it, and re- I'll it try and reinstall it. It is crossplay. Yeah, I nice. play on. We'll, um, me and Kevin will will squad up, and I will be on Switch, and he'll be on PlayStation. Cool. And there's a little bit of a latency issue, but like I, I'm able to get through it pretty good. Yeah, and I think it's probably going to help that game that it's Game Pass right now, and like you said, it's uh, it's part of this month's uh, PlayStation uh, free games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been seeing a lot of new players, so um, I'm hoping that it'll stick. Yeah, it's not going to go like what was that game that everybody loved for Fall Guys. Like everybody loved Fall Guys for like a month. People are still streaming it though, from (laughs) what I've seen. It's I got sick of it because of the cheaters. It's such such a game that had so many freaking cheaters. Yeah, it just I don't get it. I'll never understand it. Um, I finally finished Doctor Mario because Nintendo decided to Uh, take it away from me. I'm still pissed. Um, pissed It makes me so mad. But I did get to go to Doctor Mario World's. uh, little website to to see all my memories so oh yeah according to the game uh 
Dr. Wario was the one I used the most in the stage mode, which makes me happy. Okay. Um, for the uh, online battle mode, I used Dr. Fire Mario the most. Um, to show you how addicted I was, I won 12,275 matches. Wow. Okay, yeah. There you and go. I played 24,465 matches. Damn, yeah. Yeah. So, I, don't know that, I don't know that I could say I've played that many matches in Apex, so good job. Yeah. Uh, is it a good job? Um, I think on the single player, I think I did on the normal matches, the normal levels, I played 10,000 times. Wow. So I was a little addicted to the game, so maybe it's good that it's gone. But it's kind of bullshit that I spent as much money as I have on that game. Yeah, and that's yeah. just bullshit about I it. Can't play it anymore. Like I understand, like if you don't want to do the the servers for the own, you know, for the battle anymore. But I should still be able to access the single player and still try to get my three stars. I it's, I agree. It's ridiculous. But um, and then I I've been playing though. I've been playing Metroid Dread. Oh, how was that? Um, it's good. It's a really solid Metroidvania. I know there was people that complained. Uh, David Jaffe. I would hope so. Um, David, <laughs> Jaffe, uh, David Jaffe, the creator of uh, Gear uh, God of War, kind of got ran through the coals online because he was uh, complaining because the game is hard. And people took him to task for that. I bet they did. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, what? Yeah. He was really upset about the difficulty and said that. David Twisted Metal Jaffe. You were, does he not know he had Valkyries in his game? Yeah. So he's, I don't think he did the nor, the new ones, but he still made some hard games on the originals. Okay. But Metroid Dread, it's only really, I've only found it frustrating when you get to bosses. Like, Okay. Uh, the bosses are a little longer than I think they need to be, but the good thing is there's ways that you can um, beat the bosses. You, it's just like a standard old game. You just got to like learn their patterns, um, but it still does require a lot of skill, but obviously it's a Metroidvania, so you can make it easier for yourself if you do a lot of exploration and find. Oh, yeah, that's like, how those games are. Yeah, yeah but it, I, I'm really digging it so far. Um, okay. I know it's not supposed to be like long for one of these games because you know nowadays the Metroidvanias can last like forty hours, like Hollow Knights, right? Um, but from what I understand, it's the perfect length for that kind of game. Uh, Good. Best friend of the podcast, Aylin, um, her final time was twenty-two hours to get a hundred percent. So I think that's a, I think that's a decent length for these kind of games. I think so. Yeah, I, yep. I, I wouldn't argue against it. Yep. Um, and then let's get into the ending of our show and do some recommendations. Yes. I want to call this recommendation nation, but then I feel like Boston will look down upon me if I do. Um, (laughs) Boston, do you want to start us off? Recommendation station. Um, recommendation station, baby. (laughs) Recommendation nation in my heart. Uh, I'm actually going to recommend something that I didn't know had already come out. Uh, we talked about it once before, but I didn't realize it would already been released vhs 94 oh they did a new um, vhs they did oh. a new vhs okay and it is i love that it's it's new into itself yep but also very very much reminiscent of the originals okay which isn't a bad thing yeah i feel like there's i feel like there's less overall videos i feel like it's a, a little bit shorter um of course i think okay. i'm, just, I'm, I'm 
I'm just now realizing that, so it can't be that bad. <laughs> I'm realizing it like two days later. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Oh, the uh, yeah. Every, each each one, there's a there's a different there, there's a, there's a level of extra little twists that I wasn't expecting, which made me happy. Okay. They do a real good job of of the found because I'm always I'm a huge fo- fan of found footage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, type stuff. Watching them continue to you know to to stay keep that keep that uh, going, and it's it's brutal, it's bloody. Nice. There's only a few actual jump scares. Okay. And also, um, uh, I can I can actually recommend this to to Lil. If did you enjoy Heisenberg's level in Resident Evil Eight? Um, I suppose so. Yeah, it was fun. There is indeed a Heisenberg level. In one of the one of the videos, I strongly feel like they. I can't. I can't be for sure because I don't know when it was recorded, but it definitely felt like they were channeling uh, those scenes. Oh, very exciting! Thanks. It's very much. Uh, it's very much uh, cyber cyber gore, uh, body horror. Nice, and it's on Shutter, right? Uh, it is on Shutter. Okay. Because it was a yeah, it's a Shutter exclusive. Um, although I totally watched it legitimately through Shudder, I promise. Nice. Yes. <laughs> That's why I said that, because I'm always, always got your back, Boston. All right. So I will go next. I'm going to recommend a comic book that just got collected. It's uh, written by L.A. Kalon. Kalon, who used to uh, write for The Daily Show, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, nice. And he has a podcast called The Flophouse. Um, the book is called Maniac of New York. So essentially the premise is four years ago, a mass slasher begins stalking the streets of New York City. His name is Maniac Harry. He's inhuman, he's unkillable, and he's unstoppable. So the authority's solution is to just ignore him and let New Yorkers <laughs> adapt to a world where death can strike at any moment. Okay. So, so, this, um, so basically this uh, political aide and disgraced NYPD detective decide that they're going to go rogue and try to find some way to kill Maniac Harry. It's uh, Maniac Harry is kind of like in the vein of like a Jason Voorhees. It's fantastic. I've not finished it yet, but it's a really good, almost, almost like a satire. How the real world, you know how like basically how we've just basically shrugged and are just dealing with COVID now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, or even how we, we do with uh, the school shootings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's fantastic, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, I, it just got collected. I think the second series of it is going to start in December. You can pick it up at uh, Comics Exchange. Oh, really? Comics Exchange? Where is that? It oh, is somewhere in Knoxville. <laughs> it's on Chapman Highway. <laughs> just go up and down Chapman Highway, and you'll see it. Just, just yell for Bill. Yeah, Bill has really good hearing. Yes. <laughs> Scott, do you have a recommendation? Well, yes, but it's, it's going to be the kind of the opposite of uh, of yours uh, because oh. it's uh, something that's been out for over a year. Okay, uh, that's fine. I just, I just uh, recently started watching it, and I have no excuse in the world that mm. I have waited this long to watch the series. I'm just going to, in case anybody out there has missed out on this on the boat like I have, I implore you to watch it. Uh, I am three episodes in, and I already wish I had ten seasons to go. 
Uh, but it's 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 only one season, but it's the Witcher series. Oh, you just uh, started the Witcher. Yes, I have wow. no idea why I, I didn't why it's taken so long, but I, I am in love with the show so far. It's actually worked out well for you because everybody else had to wait two years between seasons. I, I, I've got about a month to go, I think. Yep. And, and I'll tell you right now, like the first time I saw Henry Cavill, is it Cavill or Cavill? How do you say his last name? I think Cavill. Uh, Cavill? Sir is how you pronounce <laughs> there that. There you go. Well, the, I was going to call him Henry. The first time I saw Henry on oh, screen, Henry. like as Geralt speaking and the, and the mannerisms, I, yeah. it, it was as if they took the, the character from the game and put it on screen. He, he does that good of a job. How many episodes are you in? Three. I think it took me three episodes before I started figuring out that the that the show also jumps around in time. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I guess I guess I haven't figured this. So I, I had some questions about, about that because there was there was a in three there 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 were showing the young king and queen. Yeah, you know of, of the third series where he kills the the princess that was possessed or whatever. And yep. I was like, why are they showing them that young? So that's what they're doing. They're going back in time. I guess, I guess they go I back and forth in time how they're telling the story. Just like you can. The way I figured it out was with the um the what's her name the girl that I'm super attractive to that gets sold to the dude in the first episode and then she gives herself magic and makes herself look beautiful. Oh, uh, uh, Jennifer. Yeah. Or, or Jennifer. 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 And I think that's where I started piecing together. I think it was the third episode when I figured out, wait a minute, this is jumping back and forth in time. Got it. Okay. And there's also an anime movie. Are you going to watch that? I will probably. How do you think they're going to do a kid's show of this? That's... A very great question. I have absolutely no idea how you how you could remotely pull that off, uh, and 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 keep the same you know flavor of the show in the game. Yep. I don't know. I don't know how in the world they could do that. So let me ask okay, you a question. Kids, we've got a werewolf. Yeah. Who can say uh, yeah. wolf's bane? Hey, kids, turn around because here comes the yeah. sex scene. What's so um, cool <laughs> that, that 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 episode three where he goes into the abandoned castle and yeah. you know lifts the curse that all happened in in uh, I think the second game. Okay, uh, that, that entire thing played out almost you know just like that. It's 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 so good. And the good thing is they um our friend of the show Corey has read all the books. I think there's like six or seven. Yeah, I'm gonna um, have to read those. Yeah, and he says like he he believes like um. They'll take about that many seasons to tell the whole story because it's a it's a completed story, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, and um, yeah, no, it, it really turned around on that actor because I thought he was boring as Superman. He was in a man oh. from, man from men from Uncle movie, Man from Uncle, which is kind of like a Mission Impossible knockoff. And I thought he was boring in that, but I can't imagine anybody else playing it. And no, what he I, does. What, he's excellent. And I think the reason why he's so good is because he's a giant fan of the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, like, he, he's a big nerd. He is a big nerd. Uh, yep. And he, like, sought out the character. He, like, harassed the producer or director to try to get this role. Uh, you know, and then he's just pushing like, around. Let me yeah, tell you. And then when she had him audition and she heard him speak and acting, and then she was like, damn it. Yeah, yep. you're, you're him. <laughs> yeah. And I know Netflix went ahead before the second season's even out, and they went ahead and uh, greenlit another season. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, I I'm I'm in love with it so far. And I'm like I said I'm only three episodes in. Yeah, it's excellent. Um, uh, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. I, I don't I don't wanna keep our guest from getting to her recommendations. Oh. I would like to <laughs> state that Man from Uncle started in nineteen sixty four. Mission Impossible was nineteen sixty six. So Impossible 
was the cop out. And next, you're going to try to tell me that Dune is not a knockoff of Star Wars. <laughs> Yay me! Uh, oh boy. <laughs> so back to recommendation nation, our station, whichever you prefer. Um, Lil, do you have anything uh, recommendation for us? I've been thinking this whole time. Oh nice. Uh, yeah, and I don't. I haven't watched anything that comes to mind. Um, I always recommend that everyone watches the original Wicker Man, which is my favorite movie of all time. Well, there you go. Is um, that, there's an original, not the Nick Cage one? Not the Nick Cage one. Um, there were no bees in the original one. Oh. Um, and it's very, like, if you like Midsummer, you'll like the original Wicker Man. Um, it's, I, I was interested, my mom really liked, like, occult, like, um, hammer horror like movies mm-hmm. um so uh christopher lee and all that was right up my alley so uh, it's a very good watch if you haven't seen it it's uh the 1974 too okay uh, christopher lee was so awesome yes um i have heard so many good things about midsummer and um my my celebrity crush francis poe is in that movie and i love her so much but i'm scared to watch it um, it's not really that scary. It's more I'm, of an experience. Okay, maybe one day I'll watch it because I know no, it's on streaming right to, now. On, on a haunted adventure with me in real life. So how, how are you? You know, if you can do that, you can watch Wicker Man. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but oh, no, I, you're going. I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm not still going to watch Midsummer. Um, <laughs> so I was about to say the Wicker, the original Wicker Man was it's 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 psychological creepy, but it's not really scary. Uh, no, it's more like a cult. Okay, but there's no bees. No Is there bees. a part in the in the Wicker Man where the cult goes to Dallas to see JFK Jr.? Um, you know uh, what? Unfortunately, not. I think I, you know, thinking about it, I'm trying to think if they would be anti-vaxxers or not. Yes, so I'm that trying to think now movie, if the cult from it would be um, anti-vax or not. I think they would be pro-vax. Yeah. At the end of it, they, they stick their head in a cage where John F. Kennedy Jr. is just rolling around because he would have been. 10, I guess, in 1974. He would have been, well, probably like 14 or 15. Because <laughs> he was like a little baby when his dad got killed. Because there's that famous scene where he's saluting as the casket goes. That's dark, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, uh, I mean... Ryan likes to end our episodes on dark, uh, dark notes. Thank you for joining. I do. <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, Boston, we should wrap this up before it does get darker. Well, I know. <laughs> I know I know I'm ending this I'm ending the episode on a Sam Donnelly joke. Uh, so, thank you so much, uh, Lilith, for coming out and joining us yeah, for this episode. Yes, it was a pleasure to have you. I'm as another Resident Evil fan. Uh, it was a pleasure. Um, but we thank you all, Internet, for joining us. Uh, until next time, we are BRB, we are BRBFK. You've been great. What uh, are we? Good night. We are farmers dum da dum 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 <laughs> I wish we were. No, we would probably... Well, actually, we were farmers. Maybe we could stop them from doing the daylight savings. I've tried so many times.